Lime. Duh. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. It's 2020. Let's do it, baby. Hello. Whoa. 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 motherfucking shit <laughs> welcome to the comedians of wrestling podcast the podcast where comedians dissect the wrestling to an unhealthy degree shots i'm your host the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling damn Black, aka Dunsky, uh, Black Amora, aka Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling. Fashion. <laughs> aka the modern day goof and spoof. Yeah, yeah, coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, we, gabba, gabba, we, yeah, yeah, gabba, we, yeah, gabba, gabba, we, gabba, 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 we, yeah, yeah, gabba, gabba, baby. This girl, she's mine, and She's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, muy, 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 muy caliente wrestling reactions. Woof. And to kick off 2020, we are back in studio and we have a lot of wrestling to talk about. There's only one way to do it. What flavor? <sighs> Lime. Duh. Shame for even asking that. Before we get into it, can yeah. I just say that like there are days where I I laugh yeah. to myself thinking about the intro part where you go, yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes, yeah. sometimes yeah. it'll like disappear. Yeah, I love it'll that. go. It'll it'll like day. Yeah, <laughs> and I I think about that and just laugh. Well, actually, people don't know that, but I actually, I get on a little airplane and I fly by the microphone. Yeah, the Doppler effect. I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, you can't, I can't replicate that. Uh, yeah. Me and Anosh, we, it took us a lot of flight tests. Like, and we were able to pull it off. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Well, you know what? To my front, as always, back in studio, the nasty one, Nasty Noman. Welcome to How About a City, bitch. Yeah, he's angry as ever. And in studio, the first lady, the ringer of the bell, Aaron Finterty. F I N N E R T Y. Aaron, is that your official catchphrase? Win it! Win Yeah, Phil Pesciano spelled that out for the first And unfortunately, in studio, behind the keys, manning the fort, the engineer, the producer, the Canadian dream slash my 
Canadian nightmare, Anosh McAdam. Bienvenidos, Daniel. <laughs> I noticed you have some new mic skills for 2020. You were working the shaft. Absolutely. Wow. 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 Just saying how we kicked off the year. You guys know what? What are these dangly things in the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> if you work those two, yeah. uh, give, it, give it a shot. They're yeah. training wheels for give your mic skills. I should ignore these. No, don't ignore them. Okay. Looks like a nose swapped out all our microphones for penises. Yeah. <laughs> Live human penises. Wow, but they're still working and I sound great. Oh, oh what, flavor? what flavor? Fucking pamplemousse, baby. <laughs> wow. <what> a- <laughs> pamplemousse, baby. I know, just to let everyone know before we get into all the spicy action, mm. just let it, let everyone know how you kicked off the year uh, here on oh. the podcast. By oh. What was your announcement? The second you mean we walk- when you walked in the room for our meeting, our 2020 rejuvenated caucus. Meeting, That's right. like, 2020 right. caucus. And you told us well, the first piece of news. I told you that there is a bandit on the loose because when I got to work today, I went to grab the Dobro, which is a giant hard drive filled yeah. with all the cow archives. I love that podcast. I, Mitch Mitchell. Mitch Mitchell? Wait, oh, the do- yeah, the Dobro. The Doughboys. The Doughboys. Uh, and I went to go load up all of 2019 stuff and put it away on the hard drive and start the computer afresh. Yeah. And the hard drive is missing. What? Along with two other audio interfaces, one of which is my, from my own personal collection. And now there's a thief on the loose, and the man the had to start it today. The cow archives have been stolen yeah. from cow studios. This is real stuff. There's also more than just the cow archives. I can only on there, assume that somebody is trying to erase cow from the history books, from, from reality. You know, you get rid of the archives. Delicious! Oh my god! Yeah, the ultimate. The ultimate. Yeah, but too bad we have the cloud. Now look, uh, thank you, Anosh. (laughs) Thank (laughs) thank you, Anosh. This bandit is not in the tech era. Uh, It's like Pesci and fucking Daniel Stern. They must be found. The the sticky bandits. All right, look. Here's the deal. Thank you, Anosh, for kicking off the year with some. uh, It's a huge uh, bummer. Yeah, yeah. With some with some bad work. Yeah. Um, Okay. The intro. You're like you're talking about the intro. Yeah. The intro is probably the most controversial part is of this really? podcast at this point. Oh, now, you know what? I have heard. I have heard. The, the hardcores love the intro. The hardcores love it. And I got people who are like, I've gotten comments before. You didn't, there wasn't enough juice in that intro. Oh. Yeah. You know, I've had people be like, I, I felt like you were low energy during that intro. Well, I wow. get that. And then I get people who leave reviews on the podcast oh. who are like, podcast is great, but fuck that intro. I have, I, I, I have seen folks say, I have turned this off before the intro was even over. Absolutely. Well, guess what? And Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Because <laughs> what lies beyond it, not for you. You can't yeah, handle yeah. it. You don't have the mental capacity to handle what we have going on here if yeah. you can't get past the intro. Dan, you've done it just calculating 52 weeks a year yeah. for four years. Absolutely. 208. You... Uh, there's ones in between, right? You've probably yeah. done this upwards of, let's just say, 500 times. Right. The fact that you have any energy at all in it, f- having done it 500 times, yeah. is incredible. And I mean, you've done oh, it live in front of the no. crowd. And I've seen people, when you do the intro at a Cow Live, at Cow Mania, people do it with you. It's like and you're singing a song at a concert. Right. Yeah. And that's why, you know what? That's also why I'm hesitant to add more things to it. Right. People need to know. People, I, I people. Think there's room to but add. I mean, like, yeah, okay, but we'll like, add some things. Twenty, you know, look, 2020. I'll add some things. 2020. Maybe 2020 will be 
the last year of the Kyle intro. As a matter of fact, maybe this is the last year of the podcast with this fucking attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. The I'm archives saying, are gone. Yeah, I mean, we have no archive. We barely exist. We've been sentenced to. I sentence you to deletion. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. Oh. I missed that. That's I my favorite it. part. Yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, you know what? We like the intro. Yeah, love the intro, and that's and that's all that matters. Makes anyway, me smile. Everybody, look. Before we get into all the spiciness, I just want to say. We have a Patreon. Uh, the best way to support the show, remember this show is grassroots. If you listen to the show for all of 2019 and you're back for 2020, don't take us for granted, baby. We got a lot to We got bills to pay. We got a lot of cool ideas to do. Support the show. All Your money goes back into the show, making the show uh, the, the awesome product that it is. Go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. And we're not asking for handouts over there. We have full archives, two years worth, I believe, of amazing bonus episodes that you can go through. So a couple of bucks, you get access to our archives, plus 16 hours of 9 to 5 eps. Yeah. We got yeah. 2018 9 to 5 episode, the eight-hour episode. You could sit down one day of work, mm-hmm. listen to one podcast the whole day. Yeah, 16 hours of 9 to 5 eps is kind of like saying tons of cars. That, it, <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, we're talking about like a car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, a yeah. Ton. A lot. <laughs> tons of cars. And... Um, Right now, you can have access to our 9 to 5 uh, episode that came out on Christmas Day for patrons, the eight-hour episode where we're talking about the full year in 2019, uh, a stacked cast in here. We had a bunch of, uh, all, all, you know, the, the cast of characters all came in. Great time. That, ep- I will say, our, our 9 to 5 episode will be coming out. On the main feed, really? okay? I'll be putting the 9 to 5 episode from this year on the main feed in one hour increments. Oh. Okay? Cool. Uh, it, it, uh, on Mondays, uh, in the next uh, week or so, I got to talk to Anosh, figure out exactly what we're going to do, that, but probably starting on Monday for you guys to listen to. And But if you like it, you hear an hour, you're like, I want the next, you get a couple bucks, you can have the whole thing. All right? Anyway, you got it. All right. Uh... Royal Rumble coming up. We will have a our fourth annual, I believe. Yes, it'll be the fourth. Cow Royal be, Rumble pool. I've won the pool twice wow. now. So That's I'm huge. going for win number three this year. Um, that is huge. I won it first with Randall Orton and then last year with Seth Rollins. So Randall Keith. Randall, Randall Keith. Keith Randall Keith Orton, star of Seth, uh, Seth Green's, Green's new movie? directorial debut. Excuse you? What's it? What really? Yeah. We gotta do a, a, a movie dissection. What for is that? a little preview of the bonus apps this year for you folks? There's a movie that Seth Green directed that is out on Hulu now, and um, it stars Randy Orton. And it he's a is, daycare center yeah. a, uh, owner, and it's called Small yeah. Lives Matter. Uh huh. Because Seth Green is a tiny man, and the movie is called I uh, I have no idea. You have a fun story <laughs> about Seth Green. Is Seth Green sat front row at um, a main, at a Raw I was at, and I was sitting in the second row. Oh, and he was right in front of me. And the wrestlers love Seth Green. Change. They all give Change him love. Land. Yeah. And he, Becky Lynch, had a mad dark match versus Lacey Evans at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. 
And Becky took Lacey Evans and started smashing her face in front of Seth Green and just kept screaming like, I just kept being like, yeah, you like that? Being embarrassed in front of Seth Green? <laughs> <laughs> and, I love her. Uh, it was pretty great. It was so. Oh, uh, my God. All right, look, we got a lot to cover here. Uh, I will say, as it comes turns to movie dissections, which, yeah. by the way, at the producer level will come out. Look, I know we owe you Jumanji. Oh, Jumanji came we out at the end crisis. of the year. We had a lot to do. It was the holidays. But what I I think it will get them Jumanji by the end of the month. Jumanji 2. And we will get out two. Here's what I'm going to promise you guys. We're, we're, and we're going to announce this stuff ahead of time. But we're going to get you two movie dissection episodes yeah. this month. Okay? And one will be Jumanji. Yeah. All right? <laughs> I'm we'll, skeptical. I don't know how we're going to see it. We're going to do it. We're going to find it. We're going to find it. Because it's out of theaters it, tomorrow. It's out of theaters tomorrow. <laughs> we're recording this on Wednesday. It leaves theaters in LA the day you're hearing this. So I don't know how we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And we're going to do another one. And we're going to do another one. We owe it uh, uh, to the Bernieacs at the producer level. Thank you for supporting us. Okay. Look, we're back. I have a lot of announcements. This is just the deal. Here's a major, major announcement. It is January 2020 right now, okay? Yeah. Which means we are on the road to the road <laughs> to WrestleMania. Yeah. The road to WrestleMania beginning Royal Rumble. And I'm getting messages from a bunch of people asking me, what's what's going on with uh, the cow at, in uh, when it comes to, in terms of mania? Uh-huh. What's happening? Right. Right? And I think, I think, I don't have all the details yet, but I want to let everybody know that. Tampa, in Tampa, it is official, okay? We will have a Cowmania 2. Oh, yes. Okay? Hell yeah. It will likely be Saturday afternoon, 3 p.m. Okay. on, I believe that's April the 4th. Yeah. I have to look at the days, or maybe it's April the 5th. I think it's April the 5th. Saturday uh, is the 4th. 5th. Oh, Saturday is the 4th. Mania is on the 5th. Right. On, uh, Mania is on the 5th, April 4th. More details coming, but block out that time for the Jaboniac. So look, if you're thinking about going to Tampa and you're like, will there be a cow event? Should there I will TDIT be. TDIT or not? That's you have to. Yeah. If you you're must. thinking about TDIT. Now, here's another thing about TDIT, touching down in Tampa. That implies flight. Yes. You guys right now, it's January. You're thinking about going to Tampa. I'm looking to see some cow carpools. Oh. I'm looking to see some, ro- I'm some road trips for some cow road trips across country. Now, look, I feel like mania tickets can be fucking crazy expensive now. Yeah. It's getting it's getting out of hand how much they cost. But I think being in Tampa, I think we'll have a nice cow contingent there of people who are looking to watch the show and come to cow because our show will be affordable yes. and uh, it's going to be a great time. I already have guests, which I'll hold off on. I have some guests lined up already. But if you're saying... I want to go. I don't know. Is there going to be a cow show? There will be a live cow show. Okay? Great. That's great news. That's right. And you know, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm excited to hang with all the breaks. We'll be, we'll think, we're going to have some hang sessions. It's going to be a good, it's going to be a good fucking time. Okay? Mm -hmm. We're going to rub elbows with the Jabroniac Nation. Here's the last thing I want to say. And we got to get this out of the way. Okay. So, the current... Cow heavyweight champion is the man, Ify Nwadaway. Now, he's been an, a disappointment as a champion. I think uh, that everyone, that's the sentiment, yeah. you know, except for a couple of, but everyone's got followers. Right. A couple of jabronis. Right. It seems to be what it is. Um, and uh, 
It's January 2020. If you're following along in the Facebook group, you know that it's time for me to handle this. If you listen to the 9 to 5 episode, I just want to thank former cow champion Adam Letterman for staging an intervention during the cow 9 to 5 app to let me know that people are disappointed in me. And they're disappointed in what I've done since losing the title. And frankly, disappointed in my title run last year. I had stepped away to work on my wife's show. I put family first. And... Part of me was hiding behind that loss. I'll be honest, you know, was not comfortable admitting that defeat. It's embarrassing. Frankly, it was embarrassing. You guys were all there. Yeah, it was uh, tough to watch. It was tough to watch you go through that. Right. And I think that it was easy for me to take that job and hide in a writer's room. Yeah. And um, I vowed to my friends, to everyone, to make this thing right. I offered... If he know away the cow champion, and by the way, the cow champion always has the right at any time to pop onto the podcast. Everybody knows this. Yep. I offered him today. I said, could you please come out? I want to talk this title discussion. And I posted the text exchange I Leaked had with him on messages. the Facebook group. Yeah. And if I you're see. not part of the Comedians Wrestling Facebook group, it's ridiculous. Talk about wrestling at four in the morning. Under his eye. Under his eye, blessed be the fruit. Um, I posted the text exchange. He said, oh, I'm busy. Booked oh, and busy. Busy. Too busy. He's too busy. And he's been playing this game with me while also claiming that I didn't come at him for a shot. He's been hard to... The point is, we're done talking. The time for talk is over. And I will be handling that situation. Okay? Good. Now, I also want... I just wanted to thank my friends. Adam Letterman, and uh, who, who, who started it. Yeah. Jason Shabiro, Arlen Marmel, all you guys in the room. I wanted to thank you guys for awakening something in me. Um, I'd said in the past, I'm not a fighting champion, and that was a mistake, frankly, is that it's time to fight mm-hmm. and be the champion, bring this title, because the title not being here, it, it feels off. Anyway, that being said, I also need to acknowledge the money in the bank in the room, which is that uh, Adam Letterman, back in the Calmania days, there's a video of this on the yeah. Facebook page and uh, on the Ad Cal Podcast Instagram. Firm's, uh video archives shared it today. The Cal... <clears throat> There is now a cow money in the bank briefcase, and it is official. It's a legally binding contract that works exactly like the WWE contract. It entitles the holder to a title shot at any time they're choosing. Nick Tulo is the current cow heavyweight champion. It turns out that uh, cow, he's the current cow money in the bank champion. Not heavyweight yeah. champion. He's the holder <laughs> um, of the briefcase. Holder Mr. of the briefcase. Money in the bank. But he has agreed to hold off and let and, and cashing in and allow me to um to get this title back. But I wanted to let everyone know that the briefcase, while we all kind of joked about it, he was yeah. carrying around oh, a toy it's a suitcase. replica Put briefcase. Put in it. It was real. Letterman put a legally binding contract. My lawyer let me sign. Ridiculous. Uh, and it's in there. Anyway, so I guess we now have a briefcase. Um, anyway, that's all I really have to say. Thank you to my friends. And uh, we do have this. The briefcase is... It's, uh, it's real. Unbeknownst to me. So... Good. Anyway, I'll see you guys at Calmania too. Yeah. Hey, you guys ready to talk about wrestling or yeah. what? Yeah, you want to yeah. ring this fucking bell? Yeah, ring the bell. Wow. Where do we even begin? I mean, there's 2020. so, it's been so a few weeks. <laughs> much to say. Okay. So much to say. And by the way, Dave Matthews snubbed to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame today. Uh, it's ridiculous. I'm boycotting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for the rest of my life. But I think... That the main well, story I mean, to talk about. He should, you know, 
play rock and roll if he wants to be in the rock and roll. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> rock and roll. What does rock and roll even mean? When I think of rock and roll, I think of like the 50s or it's like, turn off that rock and roll, you know? Right. It was like, yeah, yeah devil's music. <laughs> I'll tell you, exactly. It's devil's music. Yeah. And Dave Matthews Band Dave is Matthews not Matthews devil's band, music. No. Devil's music. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. Uh, the main story is that AEW yeah. has signed a deal with TNT yeah. Yeah. as as announced today, which is crazy because if you listen to the last Patreon episode, um, which by the way I put one out last week for patrons uh, with me and Nick Tulo, we'll have another episode coming out uh, on Friday morning. Me and Tulo are going to talk about AEW and NXT and we're gonna preview of that combo, and we're. Uh, not on the same page, mm-hmm. but uh, they will be extending AEW Dynamite through 2023 on TNT. TNT saying they're very excited about the program. They're fully on board for the vision of the thing, and they will be uh, basically making AEW Dark also another show on yeah. TNT, right? Yeah. They'll have a second show on TNT. Uh, this is huge, huge, huge news for AEW. Big news. Um, I think the way that this initially hits me is my thought is, look, I think that a lot of people have complaints about the AEW product. I know Newman is one of them, which we let's let's get into right now. Yeah. I just want to say this: the fact that the wrestlers can have uh, uh, can have that kind of job security and they know that this show now has the time to figure itself out yeah it has no chance this show had what I what and I said this on the last on the patreon episode last week because I was like look I'm a man who took WCW for granted right all right I watched it and I wasn't a man I was a mere teen. A boy. And, uh, a and, uh, boy. Not, not, not yet oh, a man. A boy. small boy. <laughs> not a boy. But not yet a man. I was not a boy. <laughs> not yet a boy. He was a boy, not <laughs> for the Britney Spears Zone experience <laughs> on 3rd and oh. Fairfax in Los Angeles. Oh, really? I'm sorry. Jamie was showing me some of her Instagram. Yeah. Jamie's my wife for the new 2020 listeners. My wife. My wife. Um, <laughs> and she, uh, she was showing me some of Britney Spears' Instagram. I was like, she's wild. I love Britney yeah. Spears. She's, she's crazy. I love she it. Spears, I, I, in the best way. In the best way. Britney Spears is one of my guys. Really? I yes. Wow. Spears. Congratulations. Yes. Big fan. Um, so here, love Britney. Here's what I'd say. So, but I, I took WCW for granted, okay? Yeah. And because I was like, oh, I'm a WBF guy. Not thinking one would go away. Sure. You know, and not right. And then now yeah. when I see two major shows like this, I want them, I really do want them both to see, succeed. And I think a lot of what AEW does is very different. And now, as a man with this kind of hindsight, I'm like, I love that there's a different product. Right. Now, uh, 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 for all of its flaws. And plus, I like a lot of its flaws also because it's different, like wow. I'm saying. And some <clears throat> of it's a little sloppier, a little grittier, and I'm like a little looser. And I feel like, yes, while well, sometimes that makes the lulls really bad, the lows really low, at other times, I know that will lead to incredible highs. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's my thought. Uh, they're doing like the UCB stage model here where like sometimes it's shit and sometimes it's good. <laughs> okay, because because it's more experimental, if you will. Okay, but I'm saying I took it, uh, 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 but I, I was like, wow, their big thing there is that like, I don't think this is going to last a year. If this goes, if we think about how long it is to keep a show on TV, or how, how hard that is, 
I mean, I know people who have had shows, they air the pilot and then can it, and they filmed all the other episodes. <laughs> like, right. this is what the TV business is. Right. right. And, I, and I don't know how TNT operates, but in this day and age, I'm like, will they give it the time it needs to breathe? Wrestling to, to form a new federation. Right. That, to get all the- Five years minimum. Five years minimum is the perfect way to put it. Yeah. And these guys, I'm like, they're probably going to get a year is what my thought was. And then the numbers were looking, they were dipping, they were dipping. And I was like, I don't know what kind of numbers you need in this day and age. Everyone watching everything online and Netflix and whatnot. I don't know what the numbers are to stay on TV. Yeah. I mean, I here's here's my thing. I think it's ad revenue across multiple media right. streams, and I think as long as the ad revenue that's coming in is attached to like, oh, people were watching AEW while they saw this ad, right? It's gonna be around. Well, right. plus it's TNT. It's not like they're on like Fox, like SmackDown. Right. It's like the fact that people are flocking in mass to TNT for anything during right. prime time must be huge for them, regardless of what the numbers look like relative to other programs. Yeah, so, and now think about it like know. this. If they're, they're on until 2023, a wrestler whose contract's coming up in WWE, like, you know what? That's enough time where I could go over there, reinvent myself, come back, yeah. right? <laughs> right? If this thing tanks, right? You can, I can go, like, like a Moxley, right? Now Moxley going back to WWE, is huge. Right. He'll come back and they're gonna go. He want you knew him as Dean Ambrose, but he's now Giant. Giant. <laughs> he's now John Moxley, and he is a different man than you remember. Don and, right, and he's right, just like Cody. But so now, with a couple of years, someone could be like, you know what? I could take the risk, go over there, try something with more freedom. Right. It's big, so it's gonna make and 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 not to mention that's just the that's assuming failure. Right. right, that's assuming they're not going to do well. So I think it's really exciting. I think we're going to see wrestlers are going to feel more comfortable jumping over there. Now there's more airtime for matches and wrestlers. This is very fucking exciting. Yeah, and I'll say this: like I am excited by AEW in uh, as a concept, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. I can't pretend that I like or enjoy what's happening on the show. Okay. Um, it feels aimless. It feels pointless. It the the wrestling is not that exciting to me. The characters are. This is hot garbage. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, aside from like the top, like tier of talent, right. everyone else is just a straight up jabroni. I'm not a Women's division. <laughs> so women's so division. Bad. Trash. Uh, yeah. It is a little trash. <laughs> we, we need a trash sound trash. drop, right? Trash. We need the recycle bin. Okay, wait. You want to? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not even. It's not even. We're not even going to even discuss it. I'm just. Gonna oh yeah, go. we actually don't need a sound no, drop for I'm trash because of uh, Newman's uh, Foley skills. We have a Foley artist. Yeah, the women's division, not yeah. the women's wrestlers in the women's right, division, well, yeah, but the you, women's division in AEW. Thank you for your service, but. Wow! Wow! The That's whole like, division. Close your eyes. Because it, well, it's just Newman hard just got canceled. Hard Newman's to fit canceled. In the palm of your no, hand. I, I specified. <laughs> I did. I would be very short as best. Not the women's. Not the wrestlers in the women's division, but the women's division itself. Okay, that's a uh, minor distinction, but it's an, an important one. No, I know. It uh, is. I'm, just, I'm fucking wrong. No, but I just it's. And that's all me. That's all personal taste. It has nothing to do with anybody else's enjoyment of the show. Enjoy it if you love it. Mazel tov. I'm not here to tell to yuck anybody's yum. Right. It's just at this point, not for me. No, you know I, what? I, you know what? It is gonna probably. I'm gonna predict this. What? I will start to get interested when things start to get interesting, and that's gonna be when, like you just said, yeah. 
WWE wrestlers start to jump ship and go over there. And then that just that natural sort of like heat and that storyline starts to develop. Right. Of like, oh, now it's like, what's, you know, what's Kurt Angle doing in the impact zone? You yeah, know I mean, <laughs> can, yeah. can I just say like, what? Think about how many years what Kurt Angle <laughs> doing in the impact zone. Um, uh, well, I'll tell you what he's doing. Um, uh, Settling things in the ring. WWE champion Jinder Mahal. He didn't know the name of the champion. Jin okay, Jinder Mahal. Because he was on the other show. He was on SmackDown. He didn't know who wrestles on SmackDown. Jinder yeah. Mahal. This is okay. Wait, do we have that Wait clip where he goes like, oh, we do oh. it, we do it in the ring. What was it like? Oh, this uh, is how we do it on SmackDown. We, we settle the things in the ring, we settle them in the ring. <laughs> we do it in the ring. Uh, with with a name like Ginger Mahal, don't you have to, okay, whenever you see a name that is, let's say, not an Anglo-Saxon name, mm -hmm. right? Like Alex Newman. A Alex Newman. Dan Black, right? You see it. Anosh. Don't Anosh you have McAdam. to assume? <laughs> don't you have to assume? Well, yeah, Anosh, right? Don't you, if I see the word spelled out. Yeah. My first thought is, okay, there's going to be like an emphasis on one of these so, syllables yeah. that isn't what I would, you know what I mean? Like, so when mm. I see Mahal, uh -huh. I, you have to think, oh, there's, it's not Mayhal. Yeah, that's the well, first. Well, there's thought. also yeah. like it's the not, Taj Mahal. Yeah. yeah, like right. It's a it's word. Also a thing. It's a thing. Like you should yeah, know. That's true. It's you not gotta, like in a nosh. Give it a pause. True. You pause and you go. There's probably an emphasis here, mm -hmm. and you can. You know, in my in my line of work, I meet a lot of people from a lot of different countries, and I'm like 99% accurate when I like see their name spelled out, mm -hmm. and I like sort of like assume the like emphasis, mm -hmm. and they're always like, "Oh, how did you know that?" I'm like, "It's not that hard." It's usually the Anglo, right? That's yeah. true. It's usually the Anglo word that's closest to the foreign word that people tend to like. Right. A nosh. The reason I get a nosh all the time is because the word nosh, like noshing on right. food right. from your people. Right, so right. From your people, your people have screwed my name, by the way, because yeah. I always get a nosh. Wow, that anyway, was, that was anti-Semitic. <laughs> Oh, wow. brother. That was a clip it, of a nose. The fucking the, drops are popping. Yeah. 2020 yeah. soundboard is. Sound drops? Under. Under siege. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Who's the guy who says under siege? Under I don't siege. know. It's Shane on Shane. Yeah. It's just, uh, <laughs> What's, is that the one we cut in half? That we cut down? Who you talking about? It was a, a longer pause. It was a drop that was like a longer no, pause that, was, that we chopped. That was the. Uh, 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 Undisputed Era. Shock well, the System. Shock the System. We're the only podcast who has trimmed the pause in Shock the All System. All right, guys. This convo is anyway. stupid, 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 stupid. <laughs> it's so many it went, stupid. It went longer than so, Newman spinning a bottle. Yeah. Um, I, 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 here's the deal. Look, let's talk about wrestling. So here the deal is this. AW, um, look, it's taking a lot of heat. Mm -hmm. They don't have writers for this show, okay? Yeah. And a lot of times it does show. My thing is this. There's stuff that's sloppy about it. I mean, last week, if you want to go in particular, like the Moxley turn segment. Oh, yeah. I was watching Swear. that and Jericho, like, and Jericho was, you know, screaming. He's like, hey, give me some music. And you're like... Why is Jericho screaming for music? Now, like, compare that to Festival Friendship segment, right? We're talking about huge differences. But m m people see sloppiness, and I see it too, but I also see a great start. Right. I mean, like, I also see a promotion that has put, put on some matches that were... And last year, the match of the year. 
with Dustin Rhodes, who was a Jabronzon, two wrestlers who were straight up Jabrons mm-hmm. in WWE, <laughs> which is the Rhodes brothers, yeah. right? And the put Dust the, Brothers, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the Brothers the, Dust. Oh yeah, the, the Duffer Dust. Brothers, the Duster Brothers, <laughs> the Duffer <laughs> Brothers, the Duplass Brothers. Your next stop, Duplass Brothers. And so I think there's a lot. I think that's what bothers me is that the people. What bothers me about people's complaints with AEW is not like when they're making like, oh, this, this, this. this. It's like the overarching thing of like this thing sucks, blah blah blah. And you're like, well, it's it is new, you know, like, and it's not like you don't have WWE. Right. So I think that there's part of it me that's like, oh, like you're 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 being combative about something. That needs your support right now. Well, there is contrarianism. Yes. Which is a brain disease. It's so, and, it's rampant. And it's too. exhausting. It's everywhere. Yeah. And that's why, but I mean, like, I am still right. excited by the concept of AEW and I want them to succeed. Yes. yes. It's just right now not firing. I have talked to people who think AEW is not good. And I've sat down with them. And there's, I'll sit, I'll sit down with anyone. You yeah. got to go across the table. I mean, you yeah. got to go across the aisle. Uh, I'm, I try to be bipartisan about my AEW. Love WWE. That. Yeah. Love uh, that. But I'm saying is I, I sit down and we talk and there's barely points we disagree with. We're all seeing the same thing. It's the degree of anger you have towards it, right? right. Mm-hmm. And you're, are you someone who wants this thing to be nurtured, give it its time? Or are you someone who's immediately angered by it? You right. know what I mean? That's the difference. I, I think that we can all agree what's good about it. Like me and Tula will text, and we'll both we like we were texting tonight during AEW and NXT, and uh, none of none of we weren't disagreeing about anything. Right. Right. But his thing is that it bothers him more. So there's a chaos to open up AEW. They had a four way tag match. Okay. There's a lot of chaos in this match. Right. It's a lot of like get your spots in, and actually Corbin. Trolled AEW tonight. Oh, on, I heard about that, but I didn't see it. Did you see it? He no. trolled AEW on Twitter. Here's what he what? did. No, still blocked. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And by the way, for the new <laughs> listeners, Newman is blocked by Baron Corbin. Tell them why. Um. Okay. Okay. Because it was before he had shaved his head. Yeah. Right. And yeah. keep her hair. Right now, you know what, man? Yeah. Welcome to the club, bro. Yeah. Like you look great as a bald man. Uh, he uh, does look great. You look great. Uh, but it was when he had his Crypt Keeper hair and they had put out like a poster of him and it was like digitally filled in. Yeah. Like he had way he more had hair. Way more hair. CGI all hair. all I said was, he got a little CGI <laughs> hair transplant. <laughs> oh, you said that? Yeah, and he blocked <laughs> me. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, he's so self-conscious. But yeah. I'm a bald. Uh, I'm a that bald. was a bad I'm a bald. Luck. I'm allowed to. Yeah. Oh, you do? You're a card-carrying bald. I'm a bald. A natural bald. I'm a natch bald, and I can say this. Yeah. Okay, so here's what he said during this match. And by the way, this is something that bothers Tulo. This is stuff that I, I, could, I could sometimes let go, right? Especially when I'm watching a match that's spot-heavy. I'm fine with, like... Throwing out some of the rules of like, oh, well, they're not like he wrote here. He wrote, winner gets a title shot. So forget covers. Everybody gets pops. Spot, spot, spot. Dive, dive, dive. Spot, spot, spot. Dive, dive, dive. Spot, dive, spot, dive. Group spot, group spot, dive. Get your shit in. Neck beards. In quotes, this is awesome. Right. And then he put this from the from uh, Team America. America. Corbin? Yeah, Nick? Corbin. Team America. The guy, the puppet throwing, throwing up. up. <laughs> Okay, so by the way, this is the best work I've seen Corbin do uh, in a while, but 
I'll I, be right that back. doesn't bother I me. I gotta tweet something it's about Corbin's. AEW. Yeah, it's, that's it's, Corbin. It's me, Baron Corbin. Wow. I talk. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. He brought, in the back he brought door. ribs. I didn't even see him. Baron Corbin's here. I brought ribs. Thank you so <laughs> oh, much. Wow. I'm vegetarian, but these are yeah, so these are These are actually soyrizo oh, ribs. Oh, wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Thank you. Corbin, you, yeah. yeah, so you, you took King time Corbin. out of your day. You were pretty upset, but it looks like you were watching oh. AEW? I was actually watching Team America. Oh. And have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, yeah. My yeah. favorite part is when Kim Jong-un yeah. says, feeling pretty ronery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's your that's favorite hilarious. part. Yeah. That's, that's not aging that well, yeah. that gag. No, there, but it's know? funny because that's you still think it's how funny. Asian people talk. This guy's a heat magnet. We don't even have a crowd here, and booze are just coming out of the walls. Yeah. This guy's unbelievable. Uh, that's literally all I wanted to say. <laughs> this you guy suck. That's unbelievable. What a natural wow, what the hell? He just drove away on See, one of those bikes with the big wheel and the well, tiny wheel. So anyway, I want to talk about Corbin. I, I actually, I, I'll, I'll yes. move, I'll move up my Corbin conversation. It was all, all right. the way at the bottom of my list. But I will say, if you Corbin shits on that match, great. He's also ignoring the hilarious Orange Cassidy spot, right. right? Which is a successful wrestling comedy that AEW was able to pull off. The crowd went nuts when he popped up. They were going for like an eight-man suplex, oh, yeah. which is ridiculous, right? Cool. But on the indie scenes, you all pop for this shit. You know what I mean? So now on the show, it's a, but then the, they couldn't pick each other up. The difference maker was Orange Cassidy. When he's he, not uh, even linked in. He's not he's even just shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Orange Cassidy, by the way, huge shining light in AEW. He's yeah. Like, oh my yeah, God. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Yeah. It was great. It was all, so I'm saying it's a different kind of match. So look, I understand what they're saying. It, there's a, uh, uh, there's a great, criticism there if your style of wrestling is only the style where it's a mock fight right but i don't like that kind of view of wrestling sure. or you don't get a match like ricochet <laughs> osprey which is what vader was pissed off about you know yeah, rip yeah but i'm saying like like uh he yeah. was he's like oh that's not wrestling when you start saying it's not wrestling you start saying it's not anything right is when i take a step back Right, and I go, look, these guys are pushing the boundaries. Why do we want AEW to be the same show as WWE? We have twenty-five million hours a week of <laughs> right. WWE. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So that's what I'm saying is that yes, it's sloppy, but at the same time, they had a bash at the beach uh, 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 setup. Yeah. They got a babe on a on a, on a lifeguard stand, like Cody's outfit. <laughs> right, Cody's uh. dressed like Miami. But there's things that are fun in there. Yeah. Okay, so I get that. Plus, here's. I said this on the Patreon episode. It has to come over here. AW pile drivers. Uh, <laughs> okay. yes. Do you understand? I, 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 <clears throat> pile drivers are, in my mind, one of the greatest moves in, in maybe the number one move in wrestling. Michael Stunner than every variant of pile driver. <laughs> I fucking pop for pile drivers every time. They look 
devastating. Yeah. And I know IWB doesn't do them, but if you have a company that's not only doing them, they're doing them with reckless abandon on yeah. the fucking hardest part of the ring in sunset flip form. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, I think the pile driver is in that echelon of moves, wrestling moves, that if you did it in a real fight, you would kill that person. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you were <laughs> untrained. Fight over. You yeah. win and you're going to jail. Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, like, I honestly believe when I watch New Japan, it, it's I just see they should call Pile Driver Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Pile Drivers. It's what I like about it. So I, I just think it goes a long way. There's limitations. It's more dangerous. Yes. So because it's more dangerous, it requires a little more setup. Yeah. Okay. It requires a, sometimes, and they don't have the infrastructure yet or the camera work like WWE, which is fucking fifty million years old. Right. Where WWE has it perfectly planned. Where when Brock let these cameramen know. Every move that Brock Lesnar can do, which is four. I don't know why I brought him up. Why did I say him? Not bad a great example. example. Bad example. Bad. They know. All right, for hold, zoom they in. They knew every right? move that Randy Orton can do. Okay, not a good example. Yeah, not a good example. That was terrible. All right, so Big Show's Arsenal. No, no, no. <laughs> Brock Strowman, Brock Strowman. No, no. <laughs> but like, they, they have it down. It's like the wrestlers, they almost have it programmed. These guys, down to a science. These guys are traveling from city to city doing a different show. Now, NXT. The matches in NXT are so fluid, they're almost like, it's like butter. I mean, like, yeah. those guys wrestle with a fluidity. It's masterful. It's like watching, if you got to, like, watch, you got to watch a painter, right? Mm -hmm. You got to, like, sit behind the, a master painter and just watch them work, right? Yeah. At the highest level. They also are performing the same place every single night. They work these matches at the performance center. They got three rings in there. They set up. These guys are traveling city to city. MJF is working out in my mom's gym. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So I'm just uh... saying. Now, that, does that mean? Does that mean that? Uh, does that mean that? That just because they have those resources, does that affect the quality? No, quality is quality, right? NXT has better matches, right? right. Like in terms of technical aspects. Yeah, I was watching that match, the opening match of of AEW tonight, the f the four way tag match. There, it was, and then I had on simultaneously the tag match. It was Matt Riddle, Pete Dunne versus yeah. two Austin Powers. Yeah, <laughs> who was it? Oh, was Which, by the way, I was like, some. I was like, someone needs a great. I think Jay White is doing it. Uh huh. Like a bad British motherfucker. Yeah. Right? Like, but they could dress like Austin Powers, but make it work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, someone who's like so annoyingly British. Dressed like- uh, <laughs> Bad dressed teeth, like, ugly grill. Did you yeah. see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I did. Uh, dressed like Roman Polanski in that. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> a little yeah. guy. With yeah. the froth. Yeah. A little froth. What do you call it? Like an ascot or whatever? Like, yeah, uh, an ascot. Frilly shirt. Yeah, strawberry alarm cock is playing. There's so much character stuff you could do in wrestling yeah. that like it's ridiculous. And like guy like Adam Page, it's like, is this guy trying to be not memorable? Is he going out of his way? It seems like he must be because like he's like handsome, check. Well forget Adam Page actually. Can, oh, sorry. Handsome, check. In shape, check. Long hair, check. Yeah. Uh I've heard him on podcast. Funny, check. 
So he has to like, he does have to kind of go out of his way to actively not, try to be boring, to not be like successful. But Kenny Omega is the shining example of right. like, oh, I mean, I don't even, I feel like it's even a boring conversation. One hundred. Every it's the convo everyone's having, and he in an AMA was like, he. And by the way, we're catching up for twenty days, so we're jumping all over the place. There's so much to say. Yeah, let's but do it. But Kenny Omega had a thing where he was like, I enjoy putting other guys. Like, I had my, t- I did everything I needed to do in Japan, and now I'm. It's like, dude, wrong. Wrong. You're not getting anyone over by sucking. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. Boring. You get people over by being great and losing. Right. And when you're not being great, then what you are is a fucking mid carder. Right. And it's ridiculous. You should be shining. Young Bucks should be champions for the first two years of the of the company, and they should set the bar. Right. Right. I mean, I right, the bar. We don't yeah. set the bar. Yeah. We are the bar. <laughs> uh, was that what it was? Yeah. Yes. I like that tag team. <laughs> I guess I missed that. In now retrospect, that they're gone. Yeah. Uh, in retrospect. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, there's beauty in both of these products, right? Jericho, we got the best Jericho maybe we've ever seen. Yeah. Okay? In terms of Mike. That's how he when he was under Vince McMahon, his work was not as good. Even if we compare some of these promos here and the him making a little bit of the bubbly. He's not. He's not. He was not doing that in WWE. When he wrestled, he had a, a match against AJ at WrestleMania 32. You didn't care about that match. I was there. You weren't cheering. Okay, we didn't <laughs> care about that. He had a his run with Kevin Owens was good because he got more mic time. But he's doing his best shit here because he's also able to be impactful in ring. It's right. not just you're one or the other. It's awesome. So there's a lot of great things happening. So I think what bothers me is people taking more mainstream wrestling for granted. I think it's your duty as a wrestling fan to support this thing. Yeah. And I think a guy like Tulo has the right attitude. He's like, I don't really enjoy it. A lot bothers me, but I watch it. You know what I mean? I watch yeah, it and yeah, I'm rooting yeah. for it. And when it's good, I'm excited for it to be good. Okay. Um, yes, but uh, when you watch NXT tonight, I had both shows on. And I couldn't take my eyes off NXT. I mean, it was drawing me in. It was fantastic. But then it also, the opening of NXT is what I will say is like, then it also sometimes part of NXT, I feel like it gets a little, for me, overwatching over the holiday, it gets a little formulaic NXT. The matches blow me away a lot of the times, like a riddle. I mean, could could this guy be any more of one of my guys? He is, what a natural at this business. Yeah. Thank you, Dana White, for being a douche boss, because you gave us this fucking ama- and happy birthday. It's his birthday oh, today, wow. and he has a mustache. Happy birthday! Yeah, yes. <laughs> happy birthday. Uh, the one thing I'll say about Matt Riddle is they cut to he won his match and he's dancing. You know, he's doing his little dance, his bro dance. They cut tomorrow and he does like I don't know, like a three minute talk to camera and then they like just randomly cut back to the ring and he's still dancing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh he didn't stop. No. He didn't stop. He just was he, loves he, it. he was just partying. He was having a fucking great time. Um yeah. All right, let's move on. To, so anyway, uh I'm sticking with AEW. Uh, yeah. and there'll always be space for in WB in A in NXT. You can watch that Dusty Classic. Ironically, Dusty Rhodes classic. 
That's going to be some of the best wrestling you're going to see. Yeah. Technical. I mean, those two Austin Powers guys, I don't know what their names are. <laughs> These guys were doing spots galore. I mean, the, the, honestly, I would say match of the week. Let's just say it. Just you watch. Watch Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle versus two Super Austin British. Powers. Are they, are they the, is it Grizzled Young Vets? <laughs> Maybe. God, I, I can't remember. I saw their little like. Dude, you know, one of them is Austin Powers. Right. But these guys, like one, I can't even describe their moves. It was so fucking athletic. And at the same time, oh, by the way, uh, 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 Kenny Omega and Paige did a, a finish, which was the um, buckshot V trigger. Okay, uh, yeah. so it was like, oh, I flip over, I give you the the, I'm gonna give you the um, clothesline from hell, and you kick him in the face. Okay, you watch it, you're like, oh, that's cool because they combine their moves, but in reality, it didn't work because if you get a fucking, if you get a clothesline, you have to go down. Right. But it went into the the knee, and it just didn't. And I guess the thing is that like, you know. Newton's third law, whatever. It's like, oh, well, I guess he wouldn't go anywhere, right? Right. But <laughs> whatever the logic. But then you watch Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn, who have this, they have a uh, tag finish, which is like, I, 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 uh, uh, Pete Dunn basically gives him like a throwing suplex, you know? Right. He lets go of him and then Riddle knees him in the head. And the way they did it was so fluid. It was amazing. So you're like, yeah, there is a sloppiness plus the camera works better in NXT. Mark Andrews? Yes. Yeah. Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Flash Morgan Webster yes. is the Austin Powers. Yes. Yes. These guys were great. He was in the, um, the tournament like a couple years ago, right? Yeah. The, the, yeah I've yeah, seen yeah, them yeah, before. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, their names didn't stick with me, they're, they're, <laughs> but uh, uh, they're amazing. All right, let's move on to Baron Corbin because I don't want to okay. skip this. Yeah. He was just here. Unless you had ago. more, did you guys? Yeah, he was here. Yeah, no, I can smell the Axe body spray. <laughs> And what am I going to do with all well, these Well, did you guys ribs? have any more thoughts about your AEW? No, I, don't, I think I've said my piece. I think we said everything. Let's move on to Barry Corbin. Okay, so I got into kind of a, like, uh, uh, not an argument, but I was talking to people on the Facebook page about uh -huh. Barry Corbin. Oh, I, I brought up, I was saying that Raw was, uh, WWE is doing some great work. Uh, Raw yeah, in Raw particular this week great. was fire. Yeah. We all agree. I, mean, I saw it. Yes, it was great. It was killer. Everybody was shining. Sto the storytelling was A+. Plus. Mm. Black vs. Murphy right. 3 was... Mm. <sighs> Amazing. Amazing. And we, and we will talk about that. Yeah. But I did... But my one thing I said in the comment was, everyone's back on track, except for Corbin. <laughs> it's too much airtime for Baron Corbin. Oh, yeah. So much airtime. <laughs> it's so much airtime. I just want to say, Baron Corbin, I, I, I made this point at the end of the year. I'm not... I don't want... I think it's such a boring argument to have this argument that, like, yeah, but he's a good heel, or... Right. I see that. He's proficient. There's a thing called proficiency, right? Like, yes, I get it. He can get the job done. But how many other guys could get that job done with that amount of airtime? He was... 2019, I mean, I just want to remind everybody. This guy, I don't know if it was all... Some of it was 2018, but he won a Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That he squandered. <laughs> he had a SummerSlam match against John Cena. He had an Intercontinental Mania match against Dean Ambrose. Okay? Wow. He had Kurt Angle's retirement match at a WrestleMania. To put that into perspective for you, these are huge men. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler's never had a singles match at a WrestleMania. Okay? Right. Uh, right? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, he was the GM. Right? This guy the constable. gets the, the constable, right? He was the constable. Yeah. 
The amount of airtime this get, guy gets in comparison to his talent, I'm not saying he doesn't I'm not saying he doesn't have talent. He has some talent. It's so flat out unfair yeah. to other guys. Here's right? why it's happening. Here's my guess. Right. Uh, and it's it's I'm going to surmise this from an observation. Mm-hmm. The way he speaks is very much like uh, the way he speaks in kayfabe is very much the way that. <laughs> oh, and he was H- king of the ring, by the way. Anyone oh, king yeah. of the ring? Tournament. King Corbin. Now yeah. he's King uh, Corbin. King Corbin, Kentucky. So the. Uh, <laughs> um, the way he speaks in kayfabe, his like delivery is very much like Triple H. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I can only assume his look now very much like Triple H. Well, and he isn't one of the NXT. He's an NXT guy. I can only so he's assume he's proof of Triple H's system working. So I can only assume that he is maybe under Triple H's wing. Therefore, is getting this rub and getting the getting the, sh- the airtime, and it's all happening. It's all political. It's and he all, is huge. And he's an enormous guy. And he does. He checks all those boxes and he gets the job done and he's one of Hunter's boys. Right. So and that, that's probably thinks he's sexy. And Vince literally thinks he's sexy. Right. He thinks he's well, That's why this is happening. No, okay. So what I want to say is that he is that he has some talent, right? He's not a star. And he he's just not a star. Yeah. And it's it, when someone is not a star, you start developing other talent as well. Right? Yeah, like right, it's right. like um, Drew McIntyre, who gets a good amount of airtime, fine, yeah. in terms of wrestling, does not get the stories that he gets or the wins. Right. He does not get the booking that Corbin gets. Corbin literally has followers. His followers are Dolph Ziggler and and Bobby Roode. So let's talk about Bobby. Ziggler's been around a while, but let's talk about like Bobby Roode. Pretty new to the main roster in ter- like a couple of years. Relatively, yeah. Has had no chance to get over. Zero. Zero chance to get over. He's never touched the. I don't. Have you remember ever touching the mic? No. Almost Robert never. Rude? He was the U.S. champ though, right? At one point. Was he? I don't know. It's forgettable if he was. Yeah. <laughs> but did he ever touch the mic? No. I don't even know what his. Doesn't he have like kind of a high pitched voice? Yeah. He's like he's like hey, I'm Bobby Roode. Hey, I'm Bobby Roode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying that there's been we've already had three iterations of Corbin. Right. We've had Lone Wolf. We've had Friday's manager, you know, like that. And, and then we have King. Right. This guy, it's unbelievable. It's like he's like, a, it's like, it's like, um, it's like his dad's, it's like he's Vince's son, right? Yeah. Like his dad is like the record executive. I mean, you're right? close. He's yeah. a protege of Vince's son-in-law. So <laughs> I'm just... I just feel like we, you know, search your feelings. You know it to be true. Close your eyes. <laughs> we should talk about Star Wars when we have I haven't some seen time. It, so let's wow. Not talk about it. Okay, we, we can won't. talk offline. Okay, we'll talk. But we should. I mean, we should talk Star Wars. But, um, uh, uh okay. I'll just say that movie. A lot of people panned. I won't say anything about it. Yeah. While I agree with a lot of it. A lot of good stuff in that movie. I loved it. A lot of good stuff in that movie. When I saw the negative reviews coming in, I was like, oh, I'm going to like this because people- Yeah. No, no. I I, I don't even care. People, everyone hates everything. Yeah. I don't think, if you're a Star Wars fan, I don't think you could see this movie and be like, I loved it. I don't think, if you're like a hardcore, a hardcore. Yeah. Mike felt more like you felt and he's a hardcore. I just like liked, I I like Star Wars and I like- But there's a lot of right in this movie, which makes it particularly hard. Anyway, okay. Everyone hates everything, so it's like you can't- Who cares? I went in, but I will say this, I went into this Star Wars movie being like, fuck everyone for hating. I obviously I'm gonna love this thing. I can't wait to love this thing in the face of it, and it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Um, But I also did not hate it like other people hated it. Okay, 
It's it, the, the, actually the problem with the movie. Let's talk about the relate this to wrestling. The kayfabe of this movie is distracting to this movie. You start thinking while you're watching it. So what was JJ? So he really didn't like Ryan Johnson's oh, yeah, movie. Ryan Johnson's and you start movie. get you start thinking about the booking. Yeah, you're watching yeah, yeah. it like it's wrestling. Right, right, right. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he like disagreed with some choices and then he Right and then K- Yeah, you think that's a shoot, but then Kayfabe, he's like, Me and Ryan get along. And you're like, You're such a fucking liar. Yeah. You are such a liar. Like, I'm K-fabe, sorry, man. Dude. You can't you can't make that movie and then say, like, oh, we were working real hand in hand. <laughs> like, By it's the not- way, having seen Knives Out, have you seen Knives Out? Yes. Yeah. Uh Ryan I mean, Johnson. Ryan Johnson, I think obviously a better writer and director than JJ Abrams. Yeah. Uh, I don't I disagree. Okay, a better, well, I uh, like better writer look- and director. I mean, uh, I'd have to look at their catalogs. I think that Ryan Johnson is uh, like, I mean, Looper's one of my favorite Love movies. Looper. I adore it. Best I movie think Ryan Johnson is a better writer than J.J. Abrams. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Filmmaker J.J. Abrams is a very talented mainstream filmmaker. It's exactly. like It's like comparing, it's like when people, me and Shebs are having this argument, when you start comparing uh, like Spielberg to Scorsese. Right. And then you get it's easy to be like Scorsese way better Spielberg blah 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 and then you start like discrediting someone for being popular which is also like I don't like, know. take a step it- back you know the great work Spielberg has done like yeah. he's changed the business sometimes you make something that's so mainstream that it's so big that people forget actually how revolutionary it really was right and how original and artistic it was you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah I'm, yeah okay. They're both good. They're both very talented. Yeah. But who cares? the bottom line is you shouldn't and make who a movie. Yeah. It's all great. Who cares? It's fine. Yeah. Who cares? You shouldn't make a movie. Period. You shouldn't make, make a, a movie. movie. Yeah, that's it. You shouldn't make a movie. That's what we take away. But okay, because there's so much to talk about. So much to talk about. So many things. Many, many things. Tremendous amount of things. That's what I'm saying about Corbin. It's like, I, I just, I this argument, I find you say contrarianism. Yeah. I think so many people, when you say, all right, except for Corbin, and people go, yeah, but he's good. You're like, it's. Do you really want to see this guy? You know, uh, uh, one of the jabroniacs, no, no disrespect to him. I like having a converse with, with him. He's like, honestly, do you actually turn it off when Baron Corbin comes on the screen? Stream, the screen? And I'm like, no, I watch all of wrestling. This is what right. I do for the pod. But I know people are being like, oh, this guy. I know no one is excited to see this guy. And also, it's not from a place of like, oh, I hate this guy, yeah. the villain. Will somebody decimate this guy for me? Right. It's not what it is. They're like, this guy's so boring. Yeah. He's being a king. It's so stupid. It's a pee break for me. Yes. When Corbin comes on. It's a pee break. Yeah. I, I think I said this a couple, like a few episodes ago, but they successfully transferred the Roman Reigns heat to Baron Corbin. Yeah. Where he's like, he's the guy, he's always, Baron Corbin is always here. I know, he's always here. Yeah. And I, yeah. He, you're, st- you cheer for Roman because you're like, you know what? I this guy, I want this guy off my screen. If this is the guy they choose to punch him away, then they punch him literally off of the panel, like <laughs> literally off of the alley. So he's off screen, right? And yes. that's fine. I, every time I go, every time I go, oh man. But he is proficient. He's, I would say he's pretty good. That's fine. But, I'm looking for greatness, and I'm looking for Joe to get this kind of attention. I'm looking for Drew McIntyre specifically Uh, to get that. Could have been the king of the ring. Drew McIntyre could have retired Kurt Angle, right? As a matter of fact, you want to fucking get into it? Drew McIntyre had the the most memorable beat-up of Kurt Angle. He beat him with the ankle lock. Yeah. And then Roman Reigns came and ruined Drew McIntyre. (laughs) That's the beauty, you could say, is at least... 
Corbin is unruinable. <laughs> <laughs> so beat him away. Roman Reigns, beat him up. Because get ready, everybody. Roman Reigns will be pinning the Fiend at WrestleMania. Oh, you, I'm yeah. telling You've you right that. now, it will be happening. Oh, man. <laughs> Roman has been laying way too low for me to, and someone <laughs> who's been to five WrestleManias in a row. Yeah. I just want to say, get ready, baby. It's rain season. <laughs> <laughs> it's rain season. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, um, uh, okay. Well, well, there's a million things to say about Corbin. Let's get in. Okay. Let's let's get into some other stuff because let's get into some positives. Okay. Actually, positives. before a positive, I want to bring up something that's <laughs> neither a positive nor a negative. Okay. Just a quick little question mark splash. Okay. Okay. Is Sasha Banks making a rap album? Is she? Is she? Okay. Bailey. Big question. Beginning of uh um beginning of SmackDown. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh Bailey was like Lacey Evans was waiting for Sasha to come out. Her music was playing. Bailey gets on the screen. And um, and Bailey's like, sorry, Sasha couldn't be here. She's too busy making a rap album. What? Yes. How did I miss that? Because it's just a throwaway line. And I was so excited because I was like, oh, Sasha, they're developing her character more. Yeah. Yeah. Like the legit boss. She has She's a laying thing. down yeah, tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I can't be here because I'm laying down tracks. It's fine. I don't think it will necessarily work for her because we know that Sasha's personality is wrestling her personality is i love eddie guerrero and i've been obsessed with right. wrestling and blocking out every other aspect of my life it's why she had like honestly had like a a breakdown or something right, is right, that she's right. like i only focus on wrestling so it's interesting because she's her gimmick really is like i love this business which is one of her strengths but also i'm glad they're going to develop her character because she's very fucking talented yeah that's cool okay let's move on to positives i would like to say that uh um I'm putting a wrestler on one of my guys' watch. Oh, yeah, watch. the moment we've all been waiting for. You you teased this on the Patreon episode. Uh, I'm putting a wrestler on one of my guys' watch, all okay? Right. Um, and this wrestler is, it's going to be kind of obvious, but I think it's a good point. This wrestler is Asuka. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Duh. So, would you say Asuka's one of your guys? Yes. yes. Both of you guys? Been okay. one of my Has guys. Been. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I've always kind of been... Back and forth on Asuka. Uh Leading up to Mania 34, when she was wrestling Charlotte, Mm -hmm. I was like, it's cool. She's a great opponent. She had won the Royal Rumble, right, that year. Mm. The year that Shinsuke won. Yes, right. And I was like, oh, I'm into her. But at that time, it's like, oh, I get it. She dresses kind of crazy, but she's like a good... It it wasn't all there for me. I was always into it. And here's what I say. It's NXT. Her gimmick was winning streak. Right. Yes. And it was like, she didn't, uh, uh, but now, this iteration of Asuka is just everything that I need. The green mist, yeah, man. just screaming in Japanese. I love they it. don't give a fuck. They're all about, I'll do anything to win. I'm in your head. Kyrie Sane poking her like the fucking penguin with an umbrella. Yeah. That was so fucking funny. And then kudos to the man, one of, oh, you know, uh, Becky Lynch. Love her. Becky Lynch is one of my guys, she's, right? Yeah. yeah Obviously, I don't know if I ever deemed her one of my guys, but I don't know if that's an announcement or whatever. The but man is come my on. Guy. Obviously, she's amazing. Um, and I've watched her laugh at me telling jokes. Right. So oh, you're immediately one of my guys for that. <laughs> um, that means there's dozens of people all over the country that are one of your guys. Literally dozens. There's about eight. Dozens. No, but okay. It could be, you know. 
It's a big number. Yeah, 24? it's a decent number. So it's 12, a big number. 12 to 144. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this green mist gimmick is incredible. Yes. And also the difference between NXT and main roster. And it's why a guy like Elias is shit in NXT and a top guy, <laughs> like a earned an, an earning 25 minute segment guy on on the main roster. Yeah. It's like, yeah, cool. This green mist, she sprays it in you. It's devastating. Right. Every time. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't, they haven't made it sting before this, right? Yeah. It, it yeah. does sting, right? So there's a rich tradition. Of, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. No, go for it. Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, Charlotte, I believe, was in pain when she yeah. received the green mist. Among Japanese wrestlers, there's a rich tradition. Yeah. Of the mist. There are various yes. mists um, uh, popularized in America, I assume, by um, uh, Stephen King. By Stephen King. Uh, no. Uh, classic? Uh, classic? Fuck, why am I not? The, the, the Stephen Regal's, like, William Regal's, like, arch nemesis. Uh, Dr. Death? No, the fucking. Oh my Muta? God. No. Oh my God. The <laughs> Japanese buzzsaw, fucking Tajiri. Yeah, Tajiri. Right? Uh, so like the green mist like is uh, I love Tajiri. so there's like green mist there's black mist there's been red yeah. mist there's pink mist they all do different things it's kind of like it's kind of like kryptonite yeah uh, there's like different colors of kryptonite they do different yeah, yeah. things green mist is like a like a um, co uh, corrosive oh. like mist right uh, like the black mist just like knocks you out like you just pass out right immediately the red mist it does, yeah so there's like a there's a lot of history has she mist. tried other colors yet not Oscar no no but she could. And they would have, and hopefully they would adhere it. to that history. And Kyrie Sane is her potion girl. Yeah. And she's, she's mixing flies. different. She's oh, always flying in with potions. And she's like, yo, you need the red right now. And yeah. then, uh, and she and she literally flies it in, literally, because she's a flyer. You yeah. know, she jumps off the top rope to deliver. Yeah, yeah. She comes she, down in like a, uh, uh, like a dirigible. <laughs> oh, my God. If you could do, if they could rig that, that'd be great. But right. what if, what if she did a. Uh, if she just like when the refs turned, Kyrie jumps on the top rope and does like fly by mistakes. She yeah. runs by, she'll jump in front of your. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Catch that in an ultra 4K slow mo. Yeah. Also, Asuka's <laughs> outfit is a lot better. Her face paint is better. It, she, she, she like tightened up the whole gimmick for me. Yeah. She comes out screaming. Her like timing with the screams is very good. Like she screams before she's on mic sometimes. Yes. Like she doesn't. It's like she's. It's like this chick is crazy. I don't. Yeah, this like, chick is crazy. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh fuck. I don't know what it is, but when she starts screaming in yeah. Japanese, I love it. I start to like. Oh, I could. I feel like I could start crying. Like I feel emotional. <laughs> like I'm like kind of. I'm like. I don't know what it does. It like hits me in such a weird way where I'm like, oh my god! Like I started, to, <laughs> yeah. It's not in like a melancholy way, <laughs> or it's like a weird like I'm not like afraid. It's just sort of like it's so compelling. So yeah, it's so passionate that I like can't help but become emotional. This is a picture of montage yeah. of mistakes. A picture montage of yeah. mistakes. All right. Um, <laughs> there's a whole genre of music built off of saying. But so that 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 was uh, there's a whole genre of music based off of of singing the word you as yeah. It's an entire genre. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Hey, isn't it crazy that you can do that and like you have to take yourself so seriously? Yeah. You know what I mean? When just you're like in the booth, uh, just like really feeling yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like fucking to say you, you like Sasha Banks says you. Yeah. Da, 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 da. 
right, anyway, a little Howie Day coming at you. Well, KC 101, AJ Styles, baby. You want it first, you got it here second on 103.3. Gobba Weed. All right, um, anyway. Yeah, folks, Oscar doing great work. Um, uh, Oscar, I'm putting her on one of my guys' watch because I don't jump the gun. With making someone one of my guys. Take okay? it very seriously. I take it very seriously. I don't <laughs> jump the gun. But she's really headed there. And I fucking... Do you think she could beat Becky? I mean, yeah. I think I she's mean, a formidable opponent for anyone on the women's roster. Becky's like, never beat her. I hope yeah. they don't pin Becky clean I now. I mean, I hope, I hope that Oscar doesn't lose clean. If Oscar's going to lose, they should keep her strong going in, into uh, 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 the Rumble. But, man, uh, I don't know what's... I, I think it's interesting. What's going to happen with the women's mania? I think we see... Rousey win this rumble. That's what? my guess. You yeah, think so? I think so. Think she's back. She I think so. Babies no, I, yet. <laughs> she's not pregnant. I know. Well, not that we know of. Right. Uh, if she's pregnant, it would be very. It would be like right now. And I think she. I think bless that if she uh, bless you, I think if she's healthy. Yeah. Uh, no question. Vince called her and said, "Hey, if you're not pregnant, can you win this rumble?" And that's the match. And Ra- Becky Rousey is the match, right? Number two. You show the footage of her shoulder up, right? She goes, "I was hurt then. I want to come back." And it was supposed to be one on one, not with fucking Charlotte here. That's. I just think that's that would the be match. A great surprise, right? I would love that. Yeah. I just think, and then that just have she Becky should. win yeah. clean again. Becky should win. You think? If if Rousey comes back, I think yeah. if Becky wins clean this time. I think it would be great. Well, I keep saying this. Champion. I'm predicting a great mania. Mm-hmm. I'm predicting a great mania. I'll never ever. I'll, there'll always be the cynical part of me that's like, we're gonna see this reigns. We're gonna see reigns. Uh, <laughs> it's rainy fiend. season. But I'm also feeling positive. I'm feeling we're due for like a great mania. Yeah. You know what I mean? You say you're gonna feel the reigns down in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Feel, feel the, the reigns on Mars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I saw Roman Reigns down in. Where would it be? Tampa. 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 All right. I don't know what the stadium is. I got to find something with those syllables. But okay. So great. Oscar doing great work. Let's see where this goes. Love it. And I like. I saw the Reigns win at Mania. That's what it is. Yeah, uh, too many times. Uh, <laughs> too many times. Except for the curveball. Remember when Lesnar won it? At, at, that was the craziest thing I saw in my life. In New Orleans when Lesnar won? Do you guys remember that? That the main event of WrestleMania 34 was Reigns obviously beating Lesnar, and then last second, and that's when Lesnar went to the back and threw the title at Vince. Anyway, and then he didn't win till SummerSlam. Anyway, okay, so um, uh, let's talk about. Well, we're talking about Lesnar. Let's talk about Lesnar. I just want to say on Raw. Uh, this Lesnar R Truth segment was so fucking I love funny. It. It was so cute. I love R Truth. Yeah, he's See, the best. R Truth so is such a great comedic relief character in pro wrestling. He's what some of you think Corbin is <laughs> <laughs> at, at heel work. Like you, know, you, th- you think because he gets all- everything Corbin does is pure cheap heat. It's all just cheap. It's all like, right. oh, this uh, this town you can't even win a match. Well, your your baseball team stinks. Yeah. yeah all right, anyway, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. put dog. All right, but okay. Our uh, truth, he was fucking hilarious. This guy is such a great performer. Yeah. You cannot to make. He's one of the only people who makes an, a stadium laugh. 
Can we like yeah. put this in perspective? Like yeah. he literally he he kills like Kevin Hart in the middle of one of these arenas. Like it's it's hard to even. It's like he he makes them ge- people genuinely laugh right. at him. Belly laughs. Yeah. 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 I mean he he's in my mind like one of the only. Oh, what flavor? Oh, what flavor you got oh, there? Lime. Lime. No. Um, you know, I in general I think a lot of wrestlers think they're funny. Yeah. There is one wrestler in WWE yeah. who is funny. <laughs> one. And it's our truth. Like, he obviously just has like an innate uh, uh, comedic timing. I just want to know how much of that is scripted. I really believe that he thinks of this shit himself. Like, his, if it's scripted, it's he's even better then. Because yeah. if he's delivering scripted lines, the same scripted right. lines that everyone else is trying to deliver, and he's still killing it, Ron killings it, then. <laughs> Yeah, then he's then that makes him even better. Yo, Sioux Falls City, that is so <laughs> funny. That is so funny. I'm gonna take y'all to Sioux Falls City. I mean, come on, that is so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I love it. He doesn't. He what is he like? In what would you say his game is? Is that he's in his own world? Yeah, he knows nothing. Or yeah, uh, what is it though? He's like. I don't know. What would it's you like get? he's kind of out of it. It's almost like he got hit in the head or something. Like I don't know. Like, <laughs> but he like believes everything that he says. He doesn't even like. Right, he's like, from another timeline. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He hasn't figured it out yet. No. Right. All the things he knows to be true are not true. Or it's in like this he timeline. half. He's half paying attention. Right. He even says that to Paul Heyman. Yeah. He's like, I, I wasn't listening to you. Oh my god. You well, talk he, too much. <laughs> he thought. He thought. He, I don't know, he thought that Heyman was coming into the Rumble first. <laughs> I mean, by the way, he 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 also works me. Like right. he, he, I don't. I'm not ahead of his jokes. Right, right. It's honestly. Do you, do you remember when was it was it a Rumble where he yeah. ran out and he set up a ladder? And then climb the ladder in the middle of the ring. Here's <laughs> like, the belt. Oh <laughs> he didn't know it was a ladder match. <laughs> he didn't know it was a rumble. It was like not a ladder he, match. He thought it was a rumble. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah. And then they just pushed him off. Yeah. That's he, he's like 50 years old. Yeah. Also, the guy's the man. I actually hung out with him in the green room at one of the Ziggler show, and he was really uh-huh. cool. He uh, a really um, yeah. Anyway, that was great. Lesnar beating him up. Lesnar laughing. That was the best. Was so great. Lesnar played it great. Was he legit? He that seemed like he was actually laughing. I think he was actually laughing. Do you understand? Lesnar has no idea what these segments are, right? right. Yeah, true. Literally, he doesn't know what the. I'm not being like I, I. I believe this with my gut. Lesnar, they hand him the title. They tell him where to walk. Heyman cuts a promo. They tell him like the small things, yeah. like you got all right, hit him. And then like you know, he what he spends four seconds planning for that segment. Yeah. So he doesn't. He had no idea what Truth was well, going to say. He, when he was laughing, he was looking at Paul like, yeah. "Can you believe this? Like, yeah, and then, and I'm he, actually oh, laughing. This is so then, funny." Yeah. And then Paul being just like the fucking perfect straight man. Just being like, why are you laughing at this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't even get why it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, uh, great. Okay. So um, let's talk quickly about my man, Seth Rollins, right yeah. now. I love him. I just want to say something. I think he's the perfect example of what, what one of my guys is all uh. about. I never bailed on him. Yeah. I just want to tell you that. I never bailed on him. I'll this never podcast, bail on him. <laughs> that's right. He's my guy. He had a bit of last year, a bit of a 
great stat year for his career, but a bit of a jabron year in terms of. And it's uh, not the first jabron year that he's had. No. He had the whole Jason Jordan title run. Yeah. I mean, last year he did a lot of shield bullshit, right? Yeah. Got drawn back into that because they knew Ambrose was leaving. He, he beat Lesnar twice, first time with a low blow to open the show, though, yeah. which is not bad, but it just, that match, it was a good time. People were into it, but it wasn't It wasn't what it was. The SummerSlam match was the match. It should have been at Mania, but by that time, I feel like, Lesnar got the belt back by cashing in, remember? Yeah. It, the whole thing was just weird. Did you watch the Seth Rollins 365? No. Uh, Is it money? It's money, baby. You wow. gotta watch oh, it. Oh, from when he missed Mania to like... Yeah, it, it goes from... I oh, think the it, old one. No, it's new. Oh, it's it new. was um, November 2018 oh, to November this. 2019. So it brought him like to where the point he's at now. Oh, I it didn't see that It was very cool. Oh, I love that. By the way, like if you're not... I mean, everyone who listens to this is a WWE subscriber, I imagine. Yeah. But I just want to say, which, by the way, one of the best deals in all of media... Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Disney Plus is a good deal if you want, like, to get that. If you're, I have them both. If you, if you have kids, it's an amazing deal. Apple I TV think. five dollars a month. I'm a Disney fan. Yeah. So. I have Apple TV also. I uh, watch the morning show. It's a terrible show. Yeah. Uh, Apple TV is a hard pass. For yeah, it's not. Great. I, pro- I might. I'm gonna cancel it. They don't really have any show. I, I don't like. Morning show I watched just out of like respect for the high level of talent in the yeah. show and like just because this was Apple's like debut program yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of buzz about it. I also heard it was kind of a mess to be made. Dave Batista joining the cast of C season two. Oh, oh I oh, saw that. Cool. Yeah. That show no one the, talks about. The, the no. Dune remake that's coming out in 2020. Batista is. Yeah, I gotta cancel Big Apple Dave. TV because they're just not drawing me in. Right. I, I tried to watch Servant. I just like just couldn't get back that's to it. That's the M Night joint. Yeah. Um, now that The Mandalorian is done, mm-hmm. I'm going to cancel my Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't use it. And then re and just get like a burner email and do a free try and just get back into it. Should I next year? Should I uh Have you not seen The Mandalorian? I watched 3 apps. Should I keep watching? Yes. Just finish it. Are you it's fucking really kidding good. me? It's amazing. I yeah. just got hooked. I was watching other shit, no, okay? You have to watch it. Watch it from start to finish. Did you watch Watchmen yet? Yeah, I started to. I, um, I watched that. the first episode. I really liked it. You'll like it. Um, Trust me. It was a little hard to watch. Yeah. Because it's too much like life now in like, I mean, this is like a whole other podcast, but like, I mean, like Nazis are back, like times are dark. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. And so it was like touching a little, it hit me in like a weird place where I was like, I, it's a little dark for me That's right now. That's why I'm hesitant to watch it. It's a little dark. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're sensitive to that stuff, which I tend to be I able do. to separate media from it, um, I'm not normally that although, way. As a man who I tell you, I had I I'm not that with media. I'm always like okay. I did touch down in Germany <laughs> over yeah. the break. Oh yeah, I know. That, I was ask and, you about this. and uh, uh, well, I mean, whatever. We don't need to get dark on here. But I was like, woo. Right. That when you start boots on the ground for stuff, I can really feel I could get yeah. a rush. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Not, great Leo imagery, rush. not great imagery, by the way. Boots on the ground. No. Oh yeah, yeah. And literal <laughs> boots on the ground. Yeah. Boots on the ground. Uh but <laughs> uh, that's for another pod. But I will okay. Anyway. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yes. The Monday night Messiah. Uh-huh. I would like to say I never bailed on the guy. Seth Rollins is a fucking great heel. Yes. He just is a great heel. We said it forever. We did. He also had some really high highs as a face. Yeah. It just, as a run, didn't totally work. I don't think the booking was there. He had no feuds. 
Remember we talked about as a phase, he had no feeds. But let's not go backwards. This Monday Night Messiah thing is very interesting. I'm very into it, personally. Are you guys into it? Yeah. Very into it. I like the one glove. Uh-huh. It's That's good heel heat. It I does like bother me. It bothered me in the right way. <laughs> Any glove a, is good with me. I'm fine with it. We, we, we always want to see him in gloves, but I think in his head he's like two gloves is the architect. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But he's a Monday Night Messiah. Uh-huh. Now we see he's gonna. He has recruits. A guy who has been on my on deck to be one of my guys, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. What a big week for him. I yeah. know he's got to lose those flame shorts. I don't ASAP. think he's gonna. I don't think. I think that next week he's probably gonna be repackaged. Right. I hope they repackage him in like gear, yeah. like those silly yeah. shorts. What? Like we have to appreciate. I think we have to step back and like appreciate this thing that like WWE almost never successfully pulls off, which is. They have a feud between Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy yeah. uh-huh. that takes place over three weeks a month, right? Yeah, like well, a nice trilogy. A nice trilogy. Uh, and then it transitions storyline-wise into another story that was running congruently with it. Well, They never are able to do that, and they did it. Yeah. Can I just say something? I was literally clapping at my TV <laughs> when Rollins falls out of the ring. Murphy's sitting there. That pan, yeah. Yes. It's like, yeah, this, is, this is like, this is the stuff, again, I, I say it, it's always my point. But I want to watch wrestling for the same reason I watch all these other shows that we bring up. Right. I want to watch it. I want to. I want to follow continuity. Right. I want to see stories arcs. I want to see character development. Buddy Murphy devastated right. for losing three matches in a row to Aleister Black. Right. He he just sat on the side. That's it. Just thinking. Yeah. Along came his savior. Yeah. <laughs> Seth. Freaking Rollins, <laughs> the Monday Night Messiah, a man who has been to the top of the mountain, a man who is smaller than him in physique, yeah. stature, but a man who has solved the algorithm. Why not follow this guy? Yeah. Why not follow this, right? Why not get some muscle? I'm losing. Maybe I'll get some muscle. Yeah. He had nothing to gain. He had to join the Scientology that is... Yeah. Rollins, it's why you know, like you think about that. I was watching Scientology. I was watching that Leah Remini show. Oh, You're like, you, if you episode. live in LA, you understand why people join Scientology. This business is so fucking hard. This town yeah. is so aimless. It's not a community place like right. where you are. No one's get you know. And you're like, people are looking. They're looking. They're searching. Uh-huh. Seth Rollins came, swooped into that same way. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, what is a what is a cup, but a vessel waiting to be filled? Absolutely, and that Buddy Murphy is the cop. Yeah, I mean, Buddy it's that's, why that's, 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 him. that's how cults. Filled. Yeah, it's how cults work. You, you find people who are empty, yes. and you fill them. You fill them with you with you, uh, and yeah, it was just so. So well done. And in this case, it's Rollins fills it with sweat from his hair. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he rings out into the cup. He rings out his fucking hair. This was great. Seth Rollins, by the way, is the king of merch. Yeah. I just oh, want to. Yeah. Does he ever put out a shirt that I don't want to buy? Almost He's got never. a lot of hits. He's got a lot of hits. I think he fires high. Actually, for a guy who's like kind of a stiff creatively yeah he also wear his merch is almost he had one pair of pants that was bad yeah the one he wore to the rumble with like the astros or whatever yeah. oh, well, right, it's cuz he's right. it's cuz he's it into, like Bears, he's a metalhead right. so he's he knows like metal merch band merch is always fire yeah but the white pants are like legendary oh right. the white outfit is legendary the right. white power ranger gear yeah. yeah love it well, i mean unforgettable 
I'm what I'm saying is that like some of that has to do with his actual build. He has like a beautiful body. Uh-huh. Uh, like he has like a model's body. He's like he's like his body's like oh when you see it on the rack you're like I got I got the, I got to get that. But when you put it on it doesn't look. You yeah, look yeah, like yeah. Mojo Raleigh. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? Broken like, Mojo Raleigh. Yeah. You look you look like Mojo. But I'm saying like Rollins when he put when he like designs gear he puts it on it looks how it's supposed to look. Right. Yeah. The zip up like vest situation. Yeah, it's perfect. He look. Uh, he the guy's the the fucking man. He yeah. gets so much right about wrestling. Uh 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 uh. And I, and but I'm saying like this shirt that one the stained glass. Like, I love it. I'm buying that today. Yeah. I'm gonna buy that now. Can I mean, I gotta wait. I, I I well, it says it's on pre order, so then I don't oh, want to. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I want to see if when it's not on pre order, if the code will apply, but. I love it. I'm buying that. I buy every Rollins shirt. I think I own most of his shirts. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have a shirt that I wouldn't wear. I don't have all of them, but they're all serviceable. I think I have definitely the most Seth Rollins, not a surprise, but merch. Would you say, but would you say that he has the most hit rate of any wrestler when it comes to merch? No? Yes. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of who else has a big hit rate, but his KDR. His, um, his like discography is yeah. like so vast because yeah. he's been around for years and years. Like even back to like the yellow SR logo, love it was cool. Yeah, I had that um, shirt. It's one of my favorite shirts. Yeah, he's got a great track record. So the I, SR I shirt, I like great. that shirt. Then he had the uh, the the. It said uh, that shirt. Remember what it said? It says uh, it's not cashing in. It's well, it's not selling out, it's cashing in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. I love the redesign, rebuild, reclaim series. Yes. I have a couple of those units. That was great, coming off that injury. Oh, that, that was my that, favorite. That was yeah. my favorite. And, and that, if you remember, that logo, which now we kind of take for granted, he he unveiled that when he came out. Right. Yeah, he tweaked the logo. Little Nazi for me, like it's a little slightly, but I know I'm being a little hypersensitive to it. But yeah. anyway, great. Uh, I'm going to buy that shirt. Rollins, killing it. Uh, let's talk about Braun Strowman for a second. Bless you. Bless you. Braun Strowman is. It looks like they're putting him in the IC picture for Mania. Good. Fair yeah. enough. I feel like right. Like I mean, he's. They got to do something with the guy, right? I hope so. He's great. I love him. He's just lovable. I feel like the match you do at Mania is you bring in Show. Strowman, like McIntyre, do like the monster bash. Right. <laughs> right. Like, do like the monster match and p- for the IC title. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. just make it like all the huge dudes where, like, you're worried the ring's going to break and then it does. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. something like that. Like, all the huge guys. Just a huge man city. But, uh, huge man city. Huge, huge man, man city. City. Um, city. Huge Manchester United. Huge yeah. Man City, Tampa. Looks like they're renaming this town. <laughs> Huge Man City, Tampa. <laughs> uh, um, what was I going to say? Oh, Drew McIntyre, man. Like, he's on the mic recently. You like, talk about Drew. I'm going to go been, pretty like, quick. Leaning into this, like, I'm sexy thing. Oh, yeah. The uh, RKO yeah. measuring contest. Yeah, his yeah. clamor is bigger. Yeah. And then, like, it's like a very Rick Rude kind of like. But it's cool because it's unexpected too. Because his gimmick isn't I'm a sexy boy. His thing is he's the Scottish psychopath. Psychopath. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It works for me. I would love if it was like the Scottish sociopath, and it was just him like, like looking at people's faces and like trying to smile when they're smiling, and like (laughs) trying to like match their like emotional states and like saying things that were just like not appropriate for that like mood. I think that that. 
would work. Yeah. Uh, no, he's like, when you look as good as he does. Can I say something about his look? Uh, yes, of course. His look, I believe, is, and I mean, maybe we talked about this before, but I think is more appealing to other men. Yes. Than it is to I'm a gonna, woman. Right. Like me. Uh, fair. Yeah. Um, That's true, right? Fair. Yes. I think. Well, for me, right? Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm, sh- I'm a, I'm a, I'm a straight guy. Uh-huh. I'm straight enough. You heard it here first, folks. Right? <laughs> straight. I, I identify as straight enough. Cis. Okay. Uh-huh. Cis. Male. Straight enough. Right. Do you want to get the door? So the guys, and I've thought about this. I thought I think about this. Great, great timing. Yeah. We're talking about Drew McIntyre. I said, and I think we may have said this before, that he is someone who is sexy to men, not for women. So yeah, yeah. I, and I think while you're and yeah. I and, and I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Yes. You're not trying to make like a universal statement based no. on your own personal experience. You're just saying for you, right? You have a a, a, a hunch. I have a, the sense that right. more men. Here's why. Yeah, I've examined this a lot myself. Yeah. I'm a straight. I said it, I identify as straight enough, right? Yeah. So Did you I, know that when I look at a guy like what? What does that mean? Well, uh, straight. What enough. percentage? Where are you at? Like I'm straight enough. I think that's offensive to ask somebody what their percent. I saw someone what talk about this. Straighter, if yeah. you go like, "Oh, I'm bisexual," and someone's like, "Well, what percentage?" I think that's offensive. Are you a sixty forty? Yeah, I'm not bisexual. Yeah, no. I'm not bi. I'm straight well, you're enough. You're a straight boy. But can you say what percentage do you have to be attracted to men to be considered bisexual? And these are pointless parameters that are archaic. Yes. Well, but I'm saying I'm of the opinion. If that- you're like five percent, I gotta be like five percent by the amount. I the way I just talked about Rollins has got to put me at a five percent at least. Minimum. Right? Minimum. <laughs> well, okay. Well, yeah. I'll digress for a second. The way that I personally interpret right. the uh, sexuality spectrum, right? Yes. Right. I I perceive it as a continuum of of what you are willing to do sexually with another person, right? And uh-huh. and that depends on the person, the situation, the circumstance, right. the day, your mood, right. whatever, right? right? And nobody- Depending on if you're in a room with and, Drew McIntyre right. or not. <laughs> and I don't think, and I, I would venture to say that yeah. people who are 100% straight and people who are 100% gay are are an anomaly. Yeah. And that it, it, most people exist on somewhere, somewhere, whether you know it or not, whether you've yeah. ever been in the situation, there's just always, my point is, Drew McIntyre, right? Mm. He's so much more masculine than yeah, I am yeah, yeah. that I'm like, oh, what a sexy dude. Right, because he's can't that help it. masculine. Right. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, right. And so, yeah, I think- That adds up. Exactly. So I think that's what that comes from. Probably. Where it's like, guys look at him and it's like, oh, he's like a fucking paragon of manliness. <laughs> right. I, I, you know, I, you can't help it. Yeah. Uh, so you're like 60-40? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's straight enough to me just means like I'm straight enough to not yeah, be uh, you know what? It's, with a guy. It's 2020. <laughs> it's like I don't even think there's no percent. There's no, I don't no, even there's no think. Percentage. No one is like anything anymore. It's just like wh- who do you like? What yeah. are you into? It's right. fine. I, Today. Exactly. What are, you, what are you into? Kids these days, there's I like. I remember the first time I heard what of- you dig. Yeah. Wear what you oh, dig. Yeah. That's always fuck so, I told you. you. Fuck who you dig, yeah. man. Yeah, do I don't know. Do it do whatever you want. Uh I, but also um If it makes you horny I love Sugar <laughs> Crow. <laughs> it can't be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you horny. <laughs> but I do believe that I am a hundred percent straight. <laughs> like I, I don't think it matters at all, sure. but I, I, I do believe that. So I, I feel like it's I didn't mean to erase your identity as a straight man, Dan. No. 
No, I don't care. I knew that this would come off that way. I was hesitant to say it. But I do think it's interesting because I think now there's these conversations of like, everyone's like, oh, well, everything's fluid, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, that is true, you know, and blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like, but you know, there's still such thing as 100%. Yes. Like 100%. I I acknowledge that, but I just think that it's like. But I think the interesting thing is that the perception of the perception is what's interesting. Is now you're like, oh well, I, I didn't like I'm, but to, I think that uh, whatever. Did this you is a know, deeper conversation, but it's very interesting. Yeah, but did you know that the the, the concept of heterosexual uh, as being norm the normal right. thing didn't emerge until uh, like the 1920s and like right. late teens. I guess that adds up because back in the day, people had like concubines and like eunuchs and like all these fucking. It was whatever. Yeah. So right. it actually, is a, it is a relatively new concept, right? Oh shit! There's a new DIY anyway. shirt. Do you see this? No. Oh yeah, because they they got back together tonight. Wow, oh. they dropped that quick. But I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that uh, that there was like kind of a, a reunion. But it was a little anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah it just didn't I thought seem worthy. They they re- I thought they already reunited. Yeah, 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 but they did like I think maybe they're gonna do it for the classic. Oh, maybe that's shit. why. Or like, I don't know. They, sa- they saved each other, so it was that. Yeah, maybe I, I don't know. I, 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 anyway, listen. Um. Uh. I'm, I'm debating. Do I need to cut any of that out? No. <laughs> okay, good. I don't even know what I said. All right, here's the deal. Uh, I want to talk about, before, we can't not talk about this. I thought, like, on Raw, that Kevin Owens flip. Oh, oh that was awesome. What the fuck? Can you believe that? No. Unbelievable. That was like, how does he pause <sighs> on a wall? He runs up. Plants his feet on a wall. It's like his center of gravity <laughs> held then, him in that position. And he's not a skinny guy. He's not an no. athletic looking but he's guy. He's like good at that stuff. Like it's he's crazy. very limber. You know what I mean? But it makes it especially wild because you don't expect it from him. Right. Also, what did you guys think of this match? Uh the the just stipulations. That of this was match. weird. It was kind of weird. Ever it was a fight. weird way to end the match. Yeah. Given that like it was a new style of match, so you'd think you'd want to end it with a bunch of like, you'd want it to be more fisty, right? Yes. And you'd want to actually see every wrestler like laid out where like they're all knocked out cold. Yeah. Like that's how a fist fight would end in the street or somebody like runs off or whatever. Yeah. It, it didn't totally work, but I liked the idea of it. Minor tweak, I would just have like give, um, give AOP the rub and just have like Seth Rollins like, uh, uh, direct them like one of them to like hold Big Show and the other one just to punch him in the face and knock him out. Just tweak right. it a little bit just to keep it in line with the stipulation, right. and then that's it. Yeah, I can like that. All right. Um. Oh, I got one last thing on here. I have a couple things. I'm gonna save some stuff for t- t- the next pod. Uh, bonus Patreon episode coming out Friday morning. Me and Nick Tulo are uh, the Supermark are gonna break and the Cal Money in the Bank. Holder, Holder officially. Mr. Cal Money in the Bank. Um, we're gonna this uh, uh, t- uh d- do a deep dive into AEW and NXT, um, and our differences there, if you will, Aww. if you will. But I'll do one preview topic on here. Okay. All right, and I'll probably talk about it over there too. <laughs> the Dark Order. Okay, oh, these guys yeah. take a lot of heat. They had a promo tonight. Saw it. Did you see it? I saw it. You saw yeah, it. Yeah, I watched it. I like that. I thought it was cool. You know why I liked it? Because I like 
I've watched everything there is to watch about Scientology, right. um, Nexium, that cult out of like Vancouver, right. Albany, um, anything that has like a leader and recruiting and all this stuff. I like it. So that kind of plays into my interest in those well, uh, those uh, topics. I want to know who runs the Dark Order. Well. You heard the rumor. The rumor you told me. Yeah, that I read on Reddit, so like, take it with a big old grain. Right. I send it you to Delisha! I mean, yeah. if that happens... That's who's so, the, What's the rumor? The rumor Matt is Hardy. that Matt Hardy is... Come on, that's amazing. That's, that would be... That would flip your <laughs> that script. That would flip yeah. my script. <laughs> but I'm saying... Right, so just the fact that we said if somebody is the lead of it, yeah. it would make you turn around. It's been sloppy. Again, yes, those punches are bad. And by the way, I just want to say, not to be... It's coming off like I'm an AEW like uh, apologist and like against NXT. Kyle O'Reilly had some punches that were pretty terrible on Keith Lee yeah. and the beginning of NXT this check it out he was doing this like you can't see my act out here yeah. but he, <laughs> you guys should he <laughs> would fulfillment he would watch it it was almost it was to me the equivalent of oh you ready yeah you, all right this was it you know. <laughs> this is exactly his punches. This is Keith like Lee's head. Was he doing the like fist, like the open palm, or no, like just just like this? It was like, but it was so clearly stopping right before his head, and it was like no wind up or anything. You know, you don't punch people like this. Right. Watch it. It was really bad. Uh, I like it again because I sometimes watch wrestling the same way I watch. The, why those punches from Dark Order don't bother me personally that much. <laughs> you talking about like a few weeks ago when that guy was like yeah, 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 That yeah. was so over fucking blown. Yeah, yeah, I it know. Was it's like have you never watched wrestling that, before? And also, I didn't see it when I was watching. Wrestlers are wrestlers are some of the most fucking sensitive yeah. crybabies, dude. They get so offended on such a deep molecular level about the most trite stuff where you would have thought that he like whispered it in his ear like, oh, I'm glad your dad's dead. <laughs> oh, fuck right. you. And, and for what? For like... For for missing for like faking punches. Yeah, well, even like, and then even so, it's like, hey, uh, Dust, uh, uh, Dustin, aren't you the fucking pro? Why aren't you then thinking, oh, he's not hitting me? Maybe I should lean into his punches and right. make him look good. Fuck you. Yeah, all these, they're so fucking sensitive. They're all the wrestlers. Yeah, well, uh, the wrestlers. They have, God like, forbid you don't shake someone's hand. Oh, they're such babies, dude. Oh, well, they're such no, babies. That's where the young bucks were not in WWE. That's the story, right? Yeah. The story goes that they didn't shake. Uh, they they showed up for their audition and they didn't shake uh, like Booker T's hand or something. Right. And then they were like, "Fuck these guys, right? Like, babies, yeah, babies, yeah, shit. all that Baby shit. That tradition stuff. It's always it's kind of look." As someone who has this same stuff, like there's improv stuff where it's like, oh, like n nothing that crazy, but like things you're like, oh, you're always like, guys, like let's all relax. Yeah. But I've seen it. Like Brian Kendrick used to show up when I was training at uh, Santino Brothers. Brian Kendrick would shake all of our hands. I was in a different class. Right. He would make sure he went up to every single person and shook their hands. He'd be like, oh, I see. There's like a respect thing going on here. I, I understand why those things exist, but yeah. they also sometimes some things where it's like when you start getting offended by right. that stuff you forget about why they exist in the first place I always think about he's one of our listeners and one of the bullying is rampant in, right. in the wrestling culture right and so but one of our listeners was on the Jerry Cruz like as an employee oh, yeah. and he like dared he like didn't shake someone's hand and Cody went out of his way to find his manager and was like your employee is so disrespectful blah 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 yeah. it's like bro are you trying to get him fired because he didn't shake your fucking hand I know like go fuck yourself oh, I, I, didn't know, I didn't know that I yeah, hate that someone shit told 
told that tale. I was really, protected. I didn't never heard that. Yeah, he, it was in like a comment thread. If you're listening, uh, re- bump that thread. If you're listening now, Cash we're in. all NXT <laughs> only watchers. <Yeah. laughs> well, actually, they had a Cody actually had a rebuttal here. Anyway, um, I will say, um, I, I, all right. What I wanted to say was Dark Order. So they, I like, I like the way this is shot. It's very like Marvel movie, right? Where it's, I understand it might not be for everyone, right? But I'll tell you, what's not for me is always seeing Keith Lee comes out in the beginning of NXT. I'm the best, and those guys <laughs> have limits, but me, I'm limitless. Like, it's just like, I'm sorry. That's yeah. lame to me. Right. That's lame to me. Calling you, I hear I have an adjective, and then I find a way to work it into the sentence. That's it. I'd rather see a big swing of guys in masks recruiting virgins. I you know what love, I mean? Like, I would love a promo from a wrestler be like, look, the thing about me is I have an adjective. Yeah. It's like doing mad libs. I find a way to work it into the sentence. Yeah, absolutely. Like the mad stuff that, lib is like, your name. If you think about stuff that really works, call, like limitless. It's like, yeah, all right. I, I guess you got to show me that. It seems like a lot. That seems like a gimmick that's hard to pull off, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you have limits. You know, right. gravity is not doing you any favors. You weigh 400 pounds, right. whatever. Because gravity forgot Neville and he was like, never again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then he became a bastard. Yeah. But I'm saying it's like, uh, 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 but like something like Kurt Angle, right? He's the, the three eyes. Yeah. It's like intensity, integrity, and. Intelligence, right? <laughs> that he lived and breathed, right? And it was a, t- it was like, oh, I'm a, I'm gonna be like a condescending Olympic gold winner, right. who's like, you guys don't have what I have. It's like I've won an Olympic gold medal with a broken neck because I had the three eyes, which I'm gonna force down your f- fucking neck like yeah. forever, right? It's like you see him coming off the Wheaties box, being like, you're eating this sugary snack, you fucking loser, <laughs> like that, right? Like that. Uh, that's like I get behind. I understand that. It makes sense. It feels believable but when you're like i'm just glorious you uh, bobby Roode tanked himself right. with fake nxt heat he should have known i said it forever should have went up to triple h big i know i'm over with this song but it feels like just a song very thin it yeah. feels thin and i'm not set up for success going up to the main roster but you can get comfortable in that zone and think like what does glorious mean right. and you could maybe define it but it's really hard yeah. again it glorious is the same thing as Limitless. Limitless. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's the same thing as saying, I'm good. Right. Yes. But phenomenal works right. for well, AJ Styles. It's just AJ Styles. Right, 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 right. Phenomenal is different than Limitless. AJ Styles, if it was Limitless, it wouldn't work. Right. Phenomenal perfectly describes what he is. Right. He's the guy. He's an artist. Right? He, he is the guy. He's. He, you look at him, you're like, it's phenomenal right <laughs> like, like this guy, i mean can you believe what this guy's doing right. he's phenomenal it's almost like it sounds like my grandpa or something yeah. it's phenomenal, phenomenal. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. oh like can you give a pastrami or something to the chefs <laughs> yeah. right? eating like, a pastrami like oh this is this is phenomenal this is phenomenal <laughs> It is a very Jewish grandpa word. Phenomenal. Oh, my my pop up was in and said, Oh, this is this is phenomenal. phenomenal. <laughs> I say, me and oh Dipperstein, we went out to this Jewish deli. Yeah. I'll give them a shout out on the pot. Eleven City Deli. I went to Cantor's the other day yeah. with my Jewish in-laws Ed? and their um very old How was Jewish it? uh my husband's grandfather's 
old Jewish cousin. Yeah. 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 Cantor's. And it was phenomenal. We okay, ate good. white wow, fish sandwiches phenomenal. together. But was pastrami. it limitless? I bet. It was unlimited pastrami. <laughs> unlimited white fish. <laughs> the pastrami is yeah. limitless. At Cantor's? Yeah. The Olive Garden is limitless. Limitless soup and salad. Uh, take her uh, yeah. that. Well, Keith Lee, he's... I've been wanting to go. To Cantor's? To Cantor's. Oh, I've been. I go oh, all the yeah. time. I've never been. Oh, yeah, it's great. You should go. 24 hours. Yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. Yeah. I post-mated it one time. Oh, okay. It took a long time I had to the, get to me. I had the Fisherman's Folly whitefish yeah. cream cheese. I added Oof. tomato and caper. On wow. a bagel or what? On an onion roll, my friend. Oh, onion wow. You're a real uh, Jewish oh, woman. What are you talking you? about? I'm here for the whitefish, <laughs> yeah. folks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's great. I get a, uh, uh, I'll get like a Reuben, like a pastrami Reuben. Mike I had go. a pastrami and a bowl of matzo ball soup. I like a turkey Reuben. Yeah, you can do a turkey room. They can yeah. do that also. They, so anyway, this, but I'm saying by the end of this brunch, yeah. the owner was bringing us out samples of the brisket. Oh, Why is God. that? Because he you just guys had were a fucking. So we were just chewy. yucking it up. Like we were just like in there, and like he's like, <laughs> we're just. <laughs> he knew. There's just there's just a, there's a Jew thing, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's oh yeah, we had a guy come over. Shalom, shout out to Shalom Sherman. He plays the accordion. Uh, um, he came through and sang <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year to every single person at the table. Wow. He Shalom. Shalom. You should see his business card. Yeah, is a, is a gimmick name if I've ever heard. Yeah, one. you can catch him at Canners. Sometimes I think he does Palermo over here. In yeah, I've seen the guy. Yeah. But here's the deal. Okay, back to the dark order. <laughs> yeah, it's sloppy. It's arguably at this point you can make a good argument that it is bad. Yeah. But it is trying. It's trying something. And I'm like, I want to. It is something that I do want to see where it goes. The Seth Rollins thing is a little slicker, but the Seth Rollins thing, uh, this is a side note, but the Seth Rollins thing is interesting because Punk did a very similar thing. Oh, yeah. The Straight Edge Society. Right. And I, I meet, once I started seeing what he's doing with the Monday Night Messiah, I immediately started Googling that. And he had him like lined up. You know, it, was very, it was a very similar thing. Also, Brandy is doing, she shaved that girl's head, which is exactly what CM Punk did. Yeah. He, he shaved uh, 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 that oh, woman's head. Do you mean the Nightmare Collective, a wholly owned subsidiary of Nightmare Incorporated? Yeah. Th there's no excuse for that. That's what I'm saying. Dark, don't put Dark Order on the same level as that. And there's a great argument. It's like there's a lot of recruiting happening in, in, in AEW, which yeah. is like, that's kind of, some people are saying that le writing is kind of lazy or whatever. But I, I also just want to say that, like, yeah, but we complained forever about no stables. Right. We also were like, there's no stables in wrestling. True. Well, AEW's full stables. That's why they recruit. <laughs> it's all stables. Right. So That's a great point. I thought right. of that today about how it's like, I imagine that they look at, like, New Japan and we're like, oh, all factions, right? right. And, 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 and this speaks to, like, you got to give them at least five years. Mm -hmm. It's like, in five years, mm -hmm. if these are all stables that are, like, part of this show, then we're all going to be singing a different tune, I think. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm interested to see where the dark area goes. I mean, the, who who the leader is? It's cool that they're watching. If it's they're Matt like, Hardy, oh, I'm gonna lose my shit. They're like, I know it'd be great, yeah. but I, I don't think he's out of contract. Kenny, I Kenny Omega, yeah, maybe. But then you think, oh, I don't know. Then that means March. that he was March, yeah, March allegedly. So Kenny Omega, they're like, oh, Kenny, he's close. It's like, well, let's try. They're they're looking at wrestlers being like, well, oh, Michael Kazawa, like right now, he's kind of weak. He's on a little losing streak. Right, right. They're like Adam Page, he's getting distance from the elite. Here's my biggest problem with AEW, and it's not even the stuff people really say. Right. It's like the elite is not an established thing at all on the show. Right. You have to, no one could turn on the show and know what the fuck the elite is. You have to be watching their internet show. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Like the elite is it's very a, unclear. Yeah. They barely come out together. 
right? Yeah. They have nothing to do with each other almost. That's that's a, a big bummer. The fact that I have to be expected to watch a YouTube show to like get what's happening. Well, and that's like what yeah. you're here for. Tell your story. Your story should be on your show. Right. Uh, uh, like the young bucks, they should have more, way more mic time. Like we should be a stat. These characters need so much more development. You know, I'm uh, totally. But that anyway. Okay, the last thing I'm gonna say, and then we'll be done. I think we covered all this. Oh, before we move on, I think I just had this idea. This is how AEW yeah. should have started, and I would like for this to happen one day. Start as a not a wrestling show. Yeah. Start as like. A sh- like a show, let's just say Watchmen, right? Start like the Watchmen, yeah. and then it eventually starts to like as you establish these characters. Eventually, they start fighting, and then it morphs into a wrestling show, and it carries with it all of that stuff from like the first season, which was just a straight up show. A show yeah. should do this, and then it becomes a wrestling show. So it's like you know, watch the first season. It's like uh, just a single cam. Like right. show and the then leftovers, it, the leftovers. <laughs> but then eventually people start wrestling, and then it becomes yeah. a wrestling show. Well, I mean, I, I think that, that that's not that far fetched from what how they should be thinking about their stories. Right, their stories should be like wrestling is how we settle things, but what's the story? Right, yeah. and that's my beef with NXT. Why I got a lot of shit for calling it boring. It's not the wrestling is. I I already sung enough praises of NXT. I like NXT. But it's a little cut-and-dry wrestling show, which some people might want. I want some element of story. I want some element of who... Alright, uh, of like, who's the leader of the Dark Order? That interests me. (laughs) Who? 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 But I also want some... Who? 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 I want some element of, of like... Pete Dunne is a wrestler who has had like a 500-day championship run. Okay. I know nothing about this wrestler. He's I mean, vegan. I know that. That's, that's, the, that's only the only thing, thing I, know I know about the guy. His, he has that stable. They dress like fucking kings. I love that. Yeah. What do they stand for? You know, that's why I'm interested in Imperium. I mean, that group I'm really into because Walter gets on that mic and I'm like, this Nazi bastard. Yeah. Like, I, you know yeah, what I mean? He gets yeah, on that yeah. microphone and I'm like, you know, for better or worse. I say, by the way, I say Nazi bastards. My grandpa always said it and he fought the Nazis <laughs> hand to hand. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm allowed to say it. Do you not justify yourself for saying Nazi bastard? Well, because Eating. I'm calling a German guy yeah. just a Nazi in a, but their gimmick is kind of, it's like without saying it. Right. It's like, you know. Right, right, you know. Right. You know what you're dealing with here. <laughs> they're literally, they're they're like you know, right? They're going, they're going for that. They're tapping into it, and I think they're doing a really delicate, nice job of like classic heel in that way. Right. But right, you go like, oh fuck this guy, he's so unlikable. He's huge. He's he's in terrible shape. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's built like, but he's uh, also in great shape. He's built you know, like terrible, what's his face? great shape from a uh, uh, beer fest uh, uh, or Farva. He's built like Farva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's like a barrel man. Yeah. Right. And so a barrel man. He's a barrel man. Right. And also he, <laughs> I'm a uh, barrel uh, man. he's built a nice reputation for himself on the indies be scared of this guy be scared of his chop but i'm saying like pete dunn what I'm, i know i know i'm supposed to really like him. i know i like what he's doing in the ring but ultimately when you think about it could i show this guy to any to uh, can i be like this is a b- major guy right now no he looks like a guy in a, in in the wrong singlet you know i mean yeah. <laughs> like it's just there, there's things like that where you're like a little more of that. I think I could show somebody AEW a little bit more. Sure. <laughs> you know. Okay. That being said, a lot of good. Uh, 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 they're setting up for MJF, by the way, to lash 
Cody. Yeah, ten lashes. Cody accepted that stipulation on. He's gonna television. get whipped on TV. So you're telling me you don't have room in your wrestling watching schedule to watch NXT, see some butter wrestling. Let's call it butter wrestling, yeah. right? <laughs> And a guy get whipped in 2020, like, like it's so ridiculous, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, like I said, I'm for it. I'm rooting for it. It's just not hitting. I, 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 right. Okay. Good. Anyway, um, okay. So I'm gonna save some of this conversation for the Patreon episode. I will. I'll. I'll tease one thing is that I have some thoughts about Sammy Guevara and. The wrestler who I was gonna make one of my guys, I didn't. I wanted to see his match. I'm yeah. gonna keep him on my one of my guys watch list because I didn't see his match tonight. But I cannot deny my love for Darby Allen. Oh, I love Darby. Darby he's Allen. One of my guys. I, I think that he's an unconventional choice. I bring him up all the time. But this guy wrestles is exciting, and I love yes. his interviews. Are really good. He has a cool, good attitude. I think he's. I, I think he's going to do some big things. I wanted to see his match tonight, so I, I'm going to hold off on it. We started recording, I'm I think, watching before him. the match went on. We were you, here. And what were you thinking? I, I, I just, I'm looking forward to seeing it. He's one of my guys. The guy so. goes a million miles an hour. He's a daredevil. I, I really like that, and he's small. I'm liking Enjoy. what he's doing. Anyway, let's wrap it up right now. Right. A, a great start to 2020. WWE is back in action, which they were felt like they were sleeping for a long time. Uh, and, I have a question. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. I did you guys talk about Sheamus coming back and looking like very different? No. Oh, he looks great. He's dropped a lot of weight. Sheamus dropped a lot of weight. He's gone for like a year and yeah. change or something. He's gone for a long amount of time. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. also had like spinal stenosis. So I think he was in bad shape. He went back to kind of his old spiky hair, his old yeah. bebop or what I don't know, Rocksteady, whatever he was. <laughs> One of those guys. He's uh, playing the Drew McIntyre gimmick of like, I'm here to clean this place up. And uh, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. You know, he, he, the cool thing about Sheamus is that he's always a threat. Right, they'll throw the title on him at any time. <laughs> true, true. They like, and because he's a huge dude and checks boxes. He looks. He, great. I mean, I would put him in a huge man city. I mean, best I would shape put of his him life. in the match. Yeah, best shape of his life. He yeah. looks totally different. He could be in the huge man city match. Right. Anyway, we're back. Thank you for uh, uh, coming back, listening with us. Make sure you check out the Patreon episode coming out tomorrow, Friday morning, uh, 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 with me and Tulo talking about. AW versus NXT is what it's basically turned into. He's the biggest NXT mark I know. Um, and uh, check that out. Also, um, remember, we Calmania 2 will be officially April 5th. 4th. 4th, shit. Saturday. April 4th, April 4th, Saturday in Tampa. Saturday, approximately 3 p.m., but we'll get you a time. But if you're going to Tampa, more details coming. And... Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. Everybody, follow me on Twitter at Dan Black Attack. Follow me on Instagram at Dan Black Attack. Follow Cow on at COW Podcast. Hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Welcome to 2020. Welcome back. Cheers up. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Comedians of wrestling. I listen up. Wednesday. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.